What up, what up, what up? Welcome to this Minutes Monday. Uh, we're going to get after it. Can't wait to hear it. Uh, I can't wait for everybody to come on in. Pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. This show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get you 50% off. Hopefully some of you won yesterday during the game. Big Super Bowl. Um, was it a bomb? explosion was it a bust explosion what was it we're going to discuss it today head on over to candidatescbd.com use my promo code coach jb get you some candidates the freshest way to dip there is we're here on this minutes monday uh patrick mahomes second super bowl victory second super bowl mvp jalen hurts runs for three touchdowns UFOs, are they invading us? Zach Smith's going to join me here in the first few minutes. We're going to break down college football, the new mock draft, the new mock top 25 in college football, Ohio State news um, out there, plus so much more. He'll be joining me. Matt McChesney will join me in the second hour. We'll break down the Super Bowl last night. And uh, based on if I get this film or not today, Sean Salisbury and I may do a Super Bowl special breakdown tonight and show the game and talk about it. If not, it'll be tomorrow night. Um, can't wait to get into it. Uh, I'm going to rank Mahomes after last night. Uh, we're going to put him above and who he's still below, obviously. Um, can't wait for all the ball jugglers, Mahomes fans that come out of the woodwork today. I've already been getting a million DMs, a million videos of me talking about him. Um, I can't wait to talk about it. Can't wait to get that in. Um, we're going to have that in here as well. Make sure you guys know, quote of the day, it always starts off right. Let me get you started in the quote of the day. If it were easy, we would all win the lottery. If it were easy, we'd all win the fucking lotto, man. That's just real talk. That's just what it is. If it was easy in life, we'd all win the lottery. So understand, it ain't easy. Because we'd all be rich. We'd all be these power players. We're not. Calm down. I'm fresh off. Uh, man, I don't think I went to bed till about 3 in the morning. That is why Monday after the Super Bowl needs to be a fucking holiday. But I wasn't going to take this day off. Fuck no. I was going to face the music. I want to hear it, Patrick Mahomes fans. I want to hear the fucking JB hate. Because I'm still going to combat it with real talk banter. And you already know. The motherfucker threw for 180 yards. <laughs> 180 yards. The motherfuckers are blowing me up. Like he just fucking was unbelievable last night. Can't wait to get into it. Uh, contrary to belief. Brought to you by CandidateCBD.com. Don't let someone else hold the pen when writing the story of your life. Don't let anyone else hold the fucking pen when they're writing the story of your life. Mistakes are proof that you are trying, contrary to belief. Falling down is an accident. Staying down is a fucking choice. Falling down is an accident, dog. We all fall down. Staying down is a fucking choice. Make sure you make the right one. Um, we got a loaded week this week, just so we're clear. We got a lot of, we got, man, Jalen Strong, former NFL wide receiver, Arizona State uh, Juco uh, player. He's going to join me this week. Uh, Mr. Go, 
Brendan Clinton, if you don't know who that is, Mr. Go on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, uh, basically mocks every single coach there is, player there is. He does a hell of a job with that. He makes it a pretty fun deal. He'll be joining me this week. Brendan Clinton, Mr. Go. Um, man, we got TJ Lang. Uh, we've been talking to a lot of people. We got a lot of people on on uh, coming on. Nick Van Exel, possibly. We got a lot of different people we're talking to. So hopefully we can get those guys on the show. Um, so don't miss this week. Uh, Zach, Zach Smith will join me here in the first few minutes. We're going to get after it. Um, There's a lot to discuss here today. Uh, I don't want to get too deep into it. We got about five minutes before Zach joins us. Um, Super Bowl bust or Super Bowl Super Bowl explosion? What do you guys think it was? Listen, it was a higher scoring game than I thought. I thought it would be. I thought Jalen would play with his asshole puckered. Um, I had to go with the stats and the history that Mahomes hasn't played well in Super Bowls. So I was like, you know what? I could see him throwing a few touchdowns down in the low red zone. But I don't see him just dropping back, throwing dime piece, bang eights, and fucking dig routes for 65-yard touchdowns. I was like, I ain't going to see it. I said it would be a methodical game. And it was a methodical game for the most part. The Chiefs didn't allow a sack. So what does that mean, Coach? Well, the Eagles didn't get a sack. So there was no game-changing crowd momentum switch. There was no sack Mahomes. Crowd goes crazy. The Eagles get to momentum switch. Not one sack. The number one defensive line who got 78 sacks during the season couldn't get one sack on a hobbled, ankled, playing Patrick Mahomes. Andy Reid learned from his mistakes against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that if we can't block their front, we need to screen game them, get the ball as a backfield, Get the ball going fast, quick. Get it out your hands. And I think the Eagles made horrible, horrible defensive decisions when how they guarded Travis Kelsey. Sean Salisbury and I broke this thing down. Why are you not mugging Travis Kelsey at the line of scrimmage? Why are you not bracketing Travis Kelsey at the line of scrimmage and make Schuster Smith, Van Scantling, or whatever beat you? They did not do that. And then they had no pass rush because the pass rush was negated with Andy Reid's game call to get the football out quickly. And that is exactly what he did. That is why you see Mahomes only threw for 180 yards. So I'm not here knocking Mahomes for the 180 yards. I was just talking shit. I am knocking him for the fact that Andy Reid called that game to save him and win the football game. He learned from the Tampa Bay mistake. And we're going to do things to help out uh, the O-line for the Chiefs, which did a hell of a job, held the Eagles to zero sacks. And that is the key. That is the key to the game, period. Not one sack, not one difference maker, not one momentum switch, not one. So make sure you guys understand that is what the real is. Um, and we're going to dive into this game in totality. Um First of all, though, um, I wanted to show you my meat. Um, Ladies, hold on. I'm not showing you my meat. This meat. Man, it was a great day at the Super Bowl, a little function that I threw. Uh, Like I said, it was a long one. Uh, Shit, I'm just, just went to bed. Now I'm back up. Shit, hustle. Hey, adapt or die. 
hustle. Uh, but I, I tried tip, brisket, you name it, some sausage. Shit came out fire. Can't exp- I can't uh came out fire. Just telling you, came out fire. Um I'm going to be on Jason Whitlock today. You know, uh, make sure you check into that one. Uh, can't wait to go on there. Tomorrow, I'll be on Barstool. Um, and uh, can't wait for that one. Um, I'll make an announcement here um, here shortly. But it'll be interesting. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. I'm going to go on there tomorrow. Um, got a lot of people on the... Uh, guest list this week but brandon walker if you guys follow brandon walker barstool brandon walker i'm gonna be on his show tomorrow so make sure you check in the brandon walker show tomorrow um yeah i i had no i had no uh i had no dog in that fight last night either um are we being invaded by ufos or what the fuck's going on Brian Case, you're in Michigan. Did you see the UFO? Did we shoot it down? What's going on? Over Lake Huron, uh, Montana, apparently. And then China came out. They said that we shot, they shot down an alien aircraft in China. Are they just saying that to get, you know, to get over, to get through it? Um, who knows? I don't know. But why are there so many aliens? This is my take on the aliens. All right. Let's get into this alien shit. I see the chat going wild. I'm going to get back to the chat here. I promise. Uh, let me, hey, Chief Forever, you got to learn how to spell Chief first, dog. Hey, switch it. Put C-H-I-E-F. Please do us that favor. Put your fucking name spelt correctly first before we can take you seriously. And we haven't seen you in three weeks. Why haven't we seen you in three weeks? Now you're back? <laughs> um, let me break this down. So you're telling me that we are the superior entity in the world, in the planets, in the solar system, in the galaxies, on in the whole United or the whole galaxy and the whole fucking Star Wars and Quasars and Elroy motherfucking Jetsons. We are the premier motherfuckers. You're telling me this because everything that we think we know about aliens is. They're badasses. They we can't fuck with them, and they would fuck us up. But you're gonna tell me we've shot down three of these motherfuckers with no problem. Just F-15s get out and boom, boom. We caught we caught alien aircraft, no issue. We shooting them down. We are unbelievably superior to the aliens. That's what you're telling me. All right. If we are the premier motherfuckers. Then fuck it. What are we worried about? What are y'all worried about? If the aliens come down, we're fucking them up, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. Are we fucking aliens up or what? Because I don't know. I'm just saying. We must be able to fuck them up. We've shot down three. We've shot down three. So are we just shooting them down now because we're the shit? Aliens aren't shit? I'm confused. We must be. We must be the shit now, dog. I don't know. Um, we are in a, uh, very, very much of a clown world. All right. Please explain to me what the fuck this, these boots are. Please explain to me someone young out there. Explain to me what are these fucking boots? Why is, are these boots trending 
Why would you really wear these? Why are these such a fucking thing right now? Please explain to me. Why are these boots trending? Why are you making it a big deal? It's a clown fucking world we live in, man. I I just can't do this shit, man. I don't understand it. I can't understand why. Come on, man. What what are we doing, dog? Why are we so feminine, homie? Look at this motherfucking weirdo fuck right here. How about this weirdo? I mean, I'm I'm gonna be honest, dog. He's got to declare, homie. He's got to declare fucking with me. He's got to declare, dog. I got to know what he is, bro. I got to know what the fuck he is. That that Mahomes brother, man. I think I think Patrick Mahomes gets a lot of hate for his brother and his girl. Let's keep it real. Patrick Mahomes gets a lot of hate for his brother and his girl. Now, let's be honest. I like Patrick Mahomes. I actually do. I actually like how he is. I like what he talks about. I like everything I know about him. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is even close to this this fucking weirdo brother or his wife. Um, Now, he allowed it for too long, obviously. But look, I think Mahomes is totally different than his brother. Um, His brother is is a typical this generation kid who latched on to some to a successful person and now using that person to gain notoriety and make TikTok videos and t- and Twitters and tweets and, and Instagram stories that blow up using your brother. Because look, we know that motherfucker hasn't done shit in his fucking life. So I think that is what it is, period. So I'm not holding that against Patrick Mahomes. Please understand, because I've, I've, I'll coach JB, do you hate Patrick Mahomes because his brother? I don't hate Patrick Mahomes at all. I actually like him for, for playing through adversity. I like how, how how he's playing through his ankle injury. But please stop with the ankle injury thing. If you're playing, you're staying. Miss me with all this. Patrick Mahomes never missed a snap yesterday. I don't give a fuck if he didn't miss a snap yesterday. Like, without further ado, let's get my main man Zach in here. Let's talk. We got a, we got a lot to talk about real quick. Uh, don't have him for long. Oh, my bad. Zach, what up? What up, man? Man. Hey, dog, is this... I heard, this is what I heard, that this is your boy. No, I can't watch that motherfucker too many times. Man, he's fucking awful. Dog, like, do people hate Patrick Mahomes because of him? You think him and his wife? Hell yeah! I, I it, it, like it's a it's a whole package though, right? Like his wife is fucking obnoxious. Nobody likes her. His brother is flaming and just just obnoxious. Nobody likes him. 
And then Mahomes has that Kermit the Frog voice. It just it all goes together, and they're like, "Yeah, fuck this guy." Hey, hold on. Is so has he declared? I don't think so. But so the brother, on, the brother, the brother hasn't declared like I'm non-binary. I'm not a. No, a I mean, not, I certainly haven't done a lot of research into it, but not that I've heard. And but come on now. That's like it's like that kid that that when he comes out gay, you're like, come on, man, we've known that for ten years. Like it's cool, keep it moving. Like we, everybody hey, knows. Hey, the 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 artist returns in the chat. He's like, but coach, you showed him twice, more two more times than he had to be shown. I I did it earlier. I was gonna show the beginning and just shut it off, like just to fuck with it. Like no, I'm not even gonna discuss this shit. But yeah, you're right. You got to, this motherfucker gets shown because of who he is. You know how this world works. Dumb shit sells now. Oh, yeah. Always. And the best part is, the motherfucker can't dance. Like, this shit is awful. It'd be one thing if he was this fire, like, gay dancer, like, that was really good. You'd be like, wow, he can dance, though. This son bitch can't even dance. (laughs) Oh, dog. Hey, Mahomes' dad's a gangster, though. At least he was talking about the Burrow smoke stick uh, cigar he was smoking. Uh, Yeah. But his dad played in the old school era, played pro baseball for 10 years or something, right? His dad's OG, you can tell. Hey, that was his dad that said, uh, what, what's, it, what's it this week? He said, Philly Blunts. <laughs> Did he? Uh, yeah, I think it was him. Oh, damn. Uh, hey, now these Philly fans, though, look, look at this dumb shit right here. <laughs> Shit, fake to me. First of all, it's fake because if yeah. that was the guy's TV, he'd have got his ass beat. Oh yeah, these guys are making these videos now just for fucking tweets and TikToks. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious, man. Go break a, a nine hundred dollar TV for for a TikTok. So fuck, yeah, I'll hey, I, your ass. I know you know JB. You you create content. You ain't making nine hundred dollars on a TikTok like a YouTube short. You ain't making nine hundred on it. Oh, so I canceled the whole uh, whatever that TikTok money thing is because they told me you get more views. I was, you get what do you get? Oh, I love when I see you've made 0.0001 cents today. Right. Like, get the fuck out of here. And guess what? China took that shit and made a fucking weather balloon for you. <laughs> um, how about this one? Here's the Philadelphia fanatic. I got you gotta hear this shit. That's my guy! That's my fucking guy! I'll suck his dick right now! Jesus, what the fuck? <laughs> Where are we? Where are we at, man? Man, I don't What's know. Going people, on? people nowadays, man, they say some shit like that. Like back 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 in my day, that shit that wasn't funny. Like even if you're straight as an arrow, like oh, you, you can't say even some shit say like that. that. Hey, remember back in the day? Like I don't know, I'm a little older than you, maybe, but back in our back in the day in school, like elementary, middle school, high school, even remember cats would fuck with you and they'd come up and like tap your nuts. Oh yeah. And my, dog, that started fights. Oh yeah, and that was like a big thing. Like, oh, I got you, motherfucker. Why are you touching my nuts? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and you know this shit hurt like a motherfucker too. If they tapped your shit wrong, it shit oh, hurt. Yeah. Now you're chasing a motherfucker around the quad and shit. Yep. Hey, I gotta, I get, I gotta ask you this question. So, there's a narrative out there, and of course the women in the room come out and they're boisterous and they want to talk about this, but. My boy made a little, did a little poll question, and, and he was like, "Dog, JB, I'm gonna take a lot of heat." He plays in the NFL, by the way. Yeah. He's like, because I, I made a comment. I go, "Will you please stop talking on mainstream media about fucking RPO and triple option like it's the same fucking thing?" 
You guys are ex-players, Zach. Ex-NFL players have no fucking idea the difference between RPO and triple option. And it's guys up there like Steve Young. I love Steve Young. Because you play in the RPO. RG, RG3 literally asked him, can you play in the RPO system? And they're talking like it's triple option. And I'm sitting there like, dog. So my boy posted a, a thing like, and this is my question to you. That he's like, hey, if you did not play the game and you did not and you don't understand true concepts and you don't really know what it is like to be in that locker room, please stop commenting about football like you know the fuck you're talking about. Well, sure. females came forward and was like, so does that go for females too? Do they have to play to know what they're talking about? So, of course, they came out. And and I got to ask you, this, this video I had made, take a listen to this video. This is the analytical person who never fucking played football and this is exactly how they sound. You just have to, we just have to capture their ass and make a fucking cut up because <laughs> over time they will put their foot in their mouth. Oh, Look yeah. at this shit. Historically, transcendentally, specially great. Nope. You know why? Because Aaron Rodgers is hot and Aaron Rodgers is cold. Are you kidding he me? He is not consistently historically great transcendentally great he's above anybody who's playing this game on a human level right now he's also the most overhyped quarterback in the history of pro football <laughs> that is the most laughable statement you have ever made in the history of this show okay so it's it's aaron bleeping rogers he's errant rogers e-r-r-a-n-t rogers here's what you won't have an answer for the play of the game and the play of the year and the play of this century. That was special. There was nothing special about this play. No. Yes. Undisputed. Come on, dog. What that the fuck? Dog, that, I mean, this is who they are. I can do that on Stephen A. Smith. I can do that on every single one of these fucking idiots who don't know what they're talking about. Well, you know what? It's, it, here's the thing. I've talked to enough people on that side of sports media, and it's they they truly are just they're 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 people, man or or woman, that present well, speak well, are articulate, they're they're energetic, you know, they have voice inflection, and then they have staffs that write their talking points. So it's like it's not even fair to say they don't know what they're talking about. It's just the words that are coming out of their mouth are complete fucking garbage. And it's like, I don't know. I mean, Skip Bayless certainly doesn't know what he's talking about. But there's times where you look at a guy, you're like, he has to know better than that. But some fucking intern at ESPN wrote that point, and so he, he's just saying it. I, I agree. I agree with that, too. I, I'm just trying to figure out. This has not to do about man and woman and all that shit. It, this is my take. And we say it and we, get, we take heat. But a woman coaching my left tackle. It's just, it's not going to fly with me. I just, I'm sorry. Like, no, Zach, you need a vertical set here. And that fucking three technique's going to come out and club the fuck out of you. Like, how is she going to articulate that to my fucking left tackle? It's not, it has nothing to do with sexist or women playing in sport. It has to do with you not being experienced and enough to play, to understand what it actually takes. You never could kick step in your life. You can't tell me how to take a three-step drop. I'm sorry. Now, 
I, I hate to stereotype it and say, well, you can be great in the office with analytics and, and do paperwork. And, and, and then the women are like, oh, now we're just fucking pencil pushers. And I'm like, that's not it. But I, but I think you can coach any other sport, but just not football. I'm sorry. No, because it's just such a such a vastly different game. And what the fuck are we talking about? Let's be honest. Why why are they putting women on TV? Because they're fucking pretty. Nobody's putting a fucking woman on TV except for some woke bullshit. Like, oh, well, we need to have equality, and women are are equal to men. No one actually thinks that they're putting a woman on TV because they know more about football than somebody else. Nobody. Like, how come ninety eight percent of them are smoke shows? Like, we got Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless, like, Chris Berman. We got some fat, ugly fucks that are up there. Why? Because they say, oh, they're pretty valuable. Their words are valuable. Like, what they say adds to the game. Where are all the fat women? Where are they? I ask that all the time, Zach. I'm like, why don't I have a fucking three technique up here talking about fucking women's rights? If this shit was actually because they provided value with their minds and insights, there's definitely a fat bitch out there that knows some shit about football. Like, I where is she at? Why is she not on TV? I know a bunch of them. Yeah, why I, is she not on TV? I know a bunch of these fat, I mean, a straight fat hood rats. Put her ass on with East Stephen A. She'd be like, motherfucker, that ain't right. You lied, bitch. Right. Dog, right. we need to, you put those women on, and then I'll have ultimate respect for And then guess what? That woman that I know may be able to tell you how to take a kick step, too. <laughs> right, she right. That's the thing. The, the the ones that actually might pr- provide some value, they they don't look like that. <laughs> I'm like dog. It's fucking unbelievable. All right, let me get into some college shit. I, I wanted to ask you. Uh, OU in Texas opted out to leave early. Tell me, uh, you know way more into this than me, and, and I don't know. I'm sure you're going to do a show, especially that football is over now. Um, what does this do for scheduling? Because I'm hearing all kind of conflicting things out there that Ohio or OU and Texas leaves early, uh, the, a year early, I guess. Um, which we we think we 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 kind of said that on here. We think they were going to leave a little early. What does it do for scheduling? Does it do anything as far as the SEC you know, scheduling, or does it do anything for the Big Twelve scheduling, or what? I mean, you know, this is all a money power grab between Fox and and the administration in Oklahoma and Texas, like. Oklahoma and Texas would would have loved to just, you know, sign a contract and go to the SEC right away. Like, why why wait? Well, the reason why is Fox is like, no, fuck that. We have a contract. We're going to make a shitload of money on, on your Big 12 games. So you're going to have to pay. I think they paid $100 million to get out of the contract early. But I was sitting there like, if I'm Steve Sarkeesian or I'm Brent Venables, Brent, Brent Venables just went 6-6 six and six and, lo- and lost his bowl game. Like, I don't want to go early. Like, let, Take me to the SEC where I'm going to get my ass whooped as late as possible. Give me as much time to try to rebuild this team before I got to go play fucking Alabama, LSU, Georgia, Tennessee. Like, no. Let let me play TCU and and Kansas State and shit like that for two years. But you had a decent recruiting class. They think they're ready now? I mean, they they had a great recruiting class. They The best recruiting class maybe in the history of recruiting for a six and six fucking team. Six and seven. I mean, they were the fourth class in the country and they went six and seven. So you you just had to imagine if they could do that three years in a row, they they would at least be somewhat ready to try to survive an SEC gauntlet schedule. But and that's with Dion's hype. Nobody oh, yeah. really talks about Oklahoma because Dion and Colorado they signed two yeah. number one pay, all this shit. You don't really hear about Oklahoma had a much better class overall, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He he did an outstanding job recruiting. He just couldn't coach worth the fuck. Yeah, it was bad. Um, all right, Ohio State players found not guilty. Um 
You know more about this than I am. Uh, I do. I don't. I don't. I wasn't familiar with this thing. They were dismissed back in a, a couple of years back after they were charged with uh, with the R word, as we all know, and were found not guilty. So let me ask you. I think you and I can talk about this more than anybody. Um, I think we've both been accused and bullshitted, and this is what I don't know. And I want to ask you something. Regardless of this now found not guilty three fucking years later of course it takes three years you can fucking lie on my name and takes 10 minutes to charge me but it takes three years to get me to beat it and clear my name so regardless zach i want to ask you you and i know better than most you google their names first thing's gonna pop up is what charged kicked out fucked, whatever it don't say shit about found innocent false allegations or you know what it should say zach Hey, guess what, guys? The first thing on Google, this bitch lied. Like, why don't it say that? So we were lied about. We've been charged with bullshit. I want to know. I think you and I know. um, What happens to the people involved now? What happens to those cats? That's what's fucked up, right? What's fucked up is these kids, I mean, one of them was playing. You know, he wasn't going to be an NFL player. Neither of them were going to be NFL players just because I was on staff when – when they when they got there when they were young now they could have developed who knows i mean what's unfair is they were that, that opportunity was stolen from them even if they weren't going to go to the nfl yeah, right just the opportunity to play college football even just be on kickoff like i was never on kickoff at ohio state it's it's fun as fuck i've seen 100 kids do it that's fun as shit running down in a horseshoe 110,000 people screaming and trying to hit somebody like they got robbed of all of that and 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 what's crazy to me is there's no accountability not only for the girl, because here's the reality. I said this about my situation. Like, I got I got accused of domestic violence. And I'm like, all right, first of all, I know reality. I know I never hit my ex-wife. But here's what else I know. I could have. And it was just two people there. Right. So who, like, if I said I didn't, she said I did, I could have beat her ass. And if she didn't take pictures, nobody knows for sure. It's right. about, can you prove it or not? Yeah. And, and, and so the problem is, you we are now operating under guilty until proven innocent. And oh, in my yeah. opinion, those two kids should sue the fuck out of Ohio state, sue the shit out of them because nobody knows that they're NFL players. Now their, their career is over. They're in the transfer portal. I'm sure the NCAA would grant them a year back, but they haven't played football in three years. The one kid, Amir Reap, charged with rape in February, 2020 dad dies in October of 2020. So his dad died with a pending rape case over his son only for three years to pass by. Like, what took three years? Exactly. I mean, they're going to blame COVID, but, like, fuck me. We can't get this done in 12 months? Like, like, (laughs) what happens to the fucking accusers? Like, I'm just curious. Like, that's what I'm waiting on. Like, I want to know what happens with the accusers. Uh, Like, so let me ask you this. I don't know if you heard about this. Michael Irvin, uh, ESPN and NFL Network suspended him for the entire Super Bowl radio row, Super Bowl week, couldn't make any appearances, couldn't go on the Super Bowl. Um, both major platforms suspended him. Videos came out, found him innocent finally. They all came out now and people are apologizing. Oh, my God, we saw the video. And basically he's cussing like saying motherfuck and dropping some motherfucks. But he's in this uh, bar area, the Marriott, and everyone's laughing after he's cussing and shit. This female that works for the Marriott accuses him of groping her or whatever. And the video's clear as day. So he turns around and sues the Marriott for $100 million. Now, this has all happened in one week. 
it's it's great to have power and money, right? Uh, me and you oh, would be yeah. taking like six years to try to fucking hire a lawyer to fucking sue this motherfucker. This motherfucker's like, sue them today. Thanks. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So, but look, my question is, Zach, why the fuck you don't drop your nuts and sue ESPN and fucking NFL Network? That's my question. They threw your name out of the bus. Marriott. Yeah. Who gives a fuck about the Marriott? I'm wondering why ESPN and fucking NFL Network, who kept you off their network, said that you did something, dog. They said you did something. We're not going to allow you on the show. And you're saying, no, I didn't. Why aren't you suing them instead of Marriott? Yeah, it, you know, it, that, probably because he, he, he wants to go play back. the game with them later, right? He wants to go back on TV, and he doesn't want to sever that relationship. But it's like the Pat McAfee and uh, Brett Favre thing. It's uh. like, well... If you say the word, if Pat McAfee's response was fucking brilliant. He said, allegedly. Like, yeah. if you say the word, I can say, allegedly, Coach yeah. JB hit hit this woman. Yeah. And it's like, Coach JB's a, a violent abuser. It's like, no, no, I said allegedly. <laughs> that means he might not have. Yeah. And that makes it okay to just spread propaganda, I guess. But that's what that's what the news is, right? Like, here's the reports. Here's what people, here's the, uh, everything my, my, my shit says was accused of domestic violence. I'm like, God damn, I've been accused of a lot of shit in my day. Hey, like, look, look, this is what I'm tripping on, too, like, allegedly. So, you know as I know. Like, if you get into this public figure er, uh, space oh yeah. or a yeah. celebrity space, it is almost impossible for you or I to sue somebody for saying something about us now because yeah. we're public figures now. So, you, so we're, is he going to sue every single fuck on Twitter? Right. I'm glad I'm glad my show isn't isn't massive because I'm sitting there reading like he, he, reading the thing, listen to Pat McAfee. I'm like, well, shit, I said the same fucking thing when it came out. I don't even know if I said allegedly. I'm like, I, I think my 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 headline was, wait, Brett Favre stealing money from poor people. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's your fucking thumbnail, right? It, that was my whole graphic and everything. Mine because, was him dropping his dick pics, <laughs> right? I mean, like, it, oh, it, I don't think people know that though, Jamie. like. He's either he's doing it because he's in between fighting this whole thing off. He's fucking doing it to clear his name. Obviously, we know that, but he's trying to clear his name, and and now he's gonna go fucking after the two big dogs, Shannon Sharp, McAfee, and try to get them sued. While everyone already knows, like I've had people on the show that like, no, we already know he did it. Like, and 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 he's like, we can he can sue all he wants. I'm like, damn, that's it's unbelievable. I don't think that's just even gonna go to court. By the way, but uh, we'll see. Mock draft again. The mock draft's changing every day. Oh, if Chicago God. trades the first pick, which now they're saying they're going to do, I had their starting offensive guard on the, on the last week. Um, <laughs> they're saying they're going to keep Justin Fields now, build around them. Trade number one. Do they do they trade them and get? Do they trade them and then the Colts become number one and get C.J. Stroud? I mean, I I think that's the move for everybody. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what the Colts do, the Jets do, because the Jet, Jets are interesting because they, they got a little bit of a nucleus. They just fucked up their quarterback pick. They took the Milf Hunter. And it'll be interesting to see if they go get a guy like a Jimmy G or Derek Carr to kind of be a, a, a stopgap until they get here, – here's, here's my problem with the NFL, right? And, JB, I know you're an NFL guy. You're the Jets right now, right? You, you feel like – I mean, they got the offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. Like, they, they got some youth, some talent. They just don't have a quarterback. So do you go get a guy like Derek Carr, right? Who you know is not like a franchise best quarterback in the league. But then the problem is you now upgraded quarterbacks. So your draft pick next year's instead of 13 is going to be like 19. 
So you're never going to get that lottery pick to go get a franchise guy. Like what, what is the move there? Cause if I'm right, the Bears, so I got a little breaking news. Well, it's not breaking anymore, but yesterday morning I'm getting ready for this party. People are coming over to get, help me set up. And I got a text message from, from a, from a kid. And he's like, coach, we, we, we've asked for Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, what? I think it broke yesterday during the game on the ticker at ESPN. It broke that the Jets asked if the Packers would trade I to them. To right. them. So, and, and, like, and that's a well, short-term solution, right? But if Aaron Rodgers is on the Jets, they're in the next two, three years, they're not going to have the fourth pick. Like, they're not going to have a pick where they can go get the best quarterback in the draft. Right. So, they, so is he going to be able to mentor the Mormon MILF hunter? Fuck. And, no, that, that kid stinks. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Really? I, I don't give a fuck if Aaron, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are there. We, we were talking about the exact same thing, and I was like, he was like, man, I, I still believe in Zach. I go, it's hard, though, Zach. You know the deal. I'm like, well, fuck. He's had two coaches, two OCs, uh, or three OCs now. I don't know. We were talking about him and Sam Darnold, both, kind of getting the short end of the stick on this deal. You you think they're just straight-out trash? Nothing can help them? Like, look at Daniel Jones. Everybody said he was trash. They finally got some foundational, yeah. a foundational coach who, who came in there. And I'll argue this, Zach. Brian Dable leaving Buffalo. Josh Allen did not look the same. He did that Buffalo offense, and the Giants go win a playoff game. Right. Imagine that shit. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't know. know. When I watch a coach that helps Zach, it could be a coach that helps a Sam yeah. Darnold type. It but could be. Frank Reich over there, who's nothing. Frank Reich, Zach, has really done nothing with quarterbacks. Like, people, yeah. I, I, I'm just trying to figure out why we keep hiring guys. Frank Reich, his, his claim to fame was coming back from fucking 35-3 against the Houston Oilers. Like, as a player. He hasn't done shit as a coach. No. And I, I kept the brother that was there, and now he's a new D.C. Um, in Frisco. But So, let, let me give you this. C.J. Stroud to the Colts. You like that? I love it. I love really? it. I do. I, I think CJ, he, he translates to the NFL more than, more so than college, you know, where you can be kind of a, a drop back guy. Nothing's there. You just spike the ball and move on to the next play type of shit in college. You can't do that. I mean, you, every down's so valuable. And you, you look at last night, I mean, third and third and 15 and they're converting like at, at a high clip. And you're like, gee, in college, third and 15, you run a draw and punt the ball. Like you ain't trying to throw for a first down. He just, I think he translates to the NFL. He showed me enough in the Georgia game to show that he will do it. He's willing to do it. He's capable of being kind of having those intangibles. I still like Bryce the best out of all the quarterbacks, but CJ, CJ has more NFL translation, I guess, than Bryce, just his size, his arm, everything about him. Um, all right, let me give you this. CJ Stroud per trade goes to the Colts. They take the Bears number one. Will Anderson now goes to the Texans at number two. This is JV's mock draft. So he goes to Will Anderson, best available. In my opinion, the Texans have to take best available. I think they need a quarterback. I like Mills, but I don't know. They're so bad roster-wise that we yeah. can just throw something in the air and say, fuck, they need this position. Yeah. Uh now with D'Amico Ryan's being their head coach, do they take Will Anderson over a quarterback? I mean, I think Will Anderson's an impact player. I don't know how you don't take him. You you, you got to look at look at Houston as a long rebuild, right? You can't you go draft a, a franchise quarterback. You go draft Bryce Young right now. He's going to look like Justin Fields. People are gonna be like, he's fucking terrible. It's yeah, it's like yeah, because your team sucks. Like Bryce doesn't suck. Your team sucks. So they 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 really need to kind of build up that roster for this year, probably have another shitty year and go get their quarterback in the next draft. Cause the next draft class, I think is going to be loaded. 
with Drake May, Caleb Williams, Quinn Ewers. I mean, you're going to have some guys emerge. You go get a franchise quarterback next draft and just load up on talent and 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 roster and build your roster this year. Okay, Jalen Carter goes to the Cardinals at three for me. Um, mm-hmm. If you're not going to do anything with the, with the with the whole horrible cap and the horrible contract with Kyler Mental Midget Murray, <laughs> I don't legit know midget. if you don't take Jalen Carter, the Georgia D tackle. He's probably the best available. Or, and then number four is my thing. The Bears now take the fourth pick and they take Broderick Jones, the offensive tackle for Georgia. So yeah. like helps him, helps Justin Fields. They know each other probably a little bit. Like you got a little comfortability right there. And then this is the kicker. Bryce Young sitting there at five. Seattle holds five. Do you take them or do you roll with Geno and build that roster even to be better than it is? I mean, I don't dislike Geno. Um, he, he's he's not the worst quarterback in the league <coughs> by any stretch of the imagination. But I just want to put this out there, JB. I studied the shit out of Georgia, obviously leading up to the Ohio State game. Roderick Jones stinks. Really? Bro, he is so average. And the whole time, I'm, I do these film breakdowns for my you know VIP subscribers, and I'm like, Georgia fans are at my neck. Like, he's going to be a lottery pick. I was like, I don't give a fuck. And every time he... He, he looked awful. I'm like, this kid's – I've run it back six times. This is a lottery pick. Like, this kid, he's, he's I, so I, I him, so I, I believe you. Trust me. I, I'm going to send you just one game. I, I can pick any game I broke down. I'm going to send it to you. You're going to be like, what the – someone's going to draft this kid in the top ten? And they and will. Is he, is he, they is will. he like 6'8"? Yeah, he, oh yeah, he looks like he looks the part. He, he looks like an NFL NFL tackle. And he yeah, can he, he run. He's going to run a good 40. Like, like that fucking matters. That's the deal. Yeah, exactly. That's the deal. Look at the D tackle. They took fucking Georgia's D tackle. The big, huge fuck. He ran that 40 and guess we blew up. So, I mean, fuck. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, last night's game, Super Bowl. Um, now Mahomes is fucking God and he's the hero for all these fucking Kansas City fans. Hey, hey, I'm, my DMs are literally getting. I'm just. I, I don't even know thousands right now. Uh, well, I'm getting it just from coming on your show. People are DMing me. <laughs> hey, so, <laughs> so here's the shit. I want to stop. I want to stop this. He played with the hobbled ankle. First of all, motherfucker, if you play, you stay. Like, don't go in the game. Then you're in the game. And I want. This is the thing, Zach. Every single person, I'm going to dissect these DMs. I'm going to take a couple people. We're going to take these DMs. We're going to segregate them into these fucking classifications. I guarantee you, every single one of them is 30 years old and younger and have never seen Ronnie Lott, Jack Youngblood, fucking Terry. They've never seen these dudes play with broken legs and arms and cut off their finger in a Super Bowl. They've never seen it. So they think this is like the hardest gangster shit ever. Him around his fucking ankle. T.O. broke his leg and came back and ran routes. <laughs> like, what? He say I snapped his forearm in the game and was like, oh, can I go? Can I still <laughs> play? Like, dog, people think that this motherfucker is like God now. And I'm like, Zach, he threw for 180 fucking yards. You know why? Because they had to get the ball out quick. He threw, what, three more touchdowns. He finally threw three touchdowns in the Super Bowl. So, guess what? They were all under fucking 12 yards. <laughs> I'm like, dog, yeah, people act like it's like back there just sticking dig routes for 65 yards on the bottom. Like, come on, man. I give him kudos, Zach. He's a two-time MVP, two-time Super Bowl MVP. He's won two Super Bowls. So let me ask you this. 
you've, you've watched these guys in college, and then some of these guys are older now. He he, above, Does he go above Aaron Rodgers for you? I see. I, I don't. I don't hold quarterbacks in high high. I don't. I don't ding them if they haven't won a Super Bowl, and I don't just give them a gift if they have because I think it's hard as shit to win the Super Bowl. You better have the roster. You better have the offensive skill, the defense, and to say that Aaron Rodgers, you know, because he he doesn't have as many Super Bowls as as Patrick Mahomes isn't as good. I think Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's he's played at a really high level at the quarterback position for much longer than Patrick Mahomes. But Patrick Mahomes is, I mean, he's doing his thing. If he does this for another five, six, seven years, yeah, he probably is above Aaron Rodgers. But right now, I got to see him do it over an entire career like Aaron Rodgers has done. That's because my Aaron thing. Rodgers, we Aaron Rodgers has, has dealt with the one of the worst front offices in fucking the NFL. I mean, drafting quarterbacks and shit when he needs help and offensive skill. It's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like you got yeah. a great quarterback. Like that's the hardest part. I I, I just want to see Mahomes. I, I want to see the real mainstream media, which most eyes watch, and the and the, the novice fan watches ESPN, Fox. They see these cats who we were just talking about, Skip Bayless, showing you how fucking full of shit they are, talking outside of their mouth. Um, <laughs> I want to see them just hold off on the anointing because they make. You're not my job so much harder because now we get bombarded by these fucking idiot fans who have no fucking clue what a hitch route is, but they know that Mahomes is the best ever. Like, well, it, shut the it, fuck it, up. It, it, here, here, it comes down to this. Who's the best quarterback of this list? Dan Marino, Brad Johnson, Mark Rippian, Jeff Hostetler, Doug Williams, Jim Plunkett, Trent Dilfer. Who's the best quarterback? <laughs> Marino. Marino. But all those other motherfuckers won a Super Bowl. It's like, yeah. no, Dan Marino's a far better quarterback, though. No like, doubt. I know at some point, like, Tom Brady's a GOAT. He won all these Super Bowls. Yeah, that I get it. But it doesn't mean you're the best quarterback. It just, it just doesn't. I mean, Trent Dilfer, fucking Russell Wilson, they won a Super Bowl. I'm not putting them above Dan Marino. No. Um. All right, so... <laughs> Why are we making top 25s in college already? Because we're fucking bored and don't have anything else to talk about. Last year, you came on here. We talked about this in specific. And this one's comedy, though. They got Bama at six on the one I'm looking at. They got Florida State above. I'm like, has have anyone of you seen them a roster? Have you seen who the fuck? I saw your post the other day. A Mississippi State cat just fucking bounced. <laughs> right. Like, are you fucking joking me? So, so. What what does that do? I saw your post. So you said NCAA is a joke, non caring assholes of America, of course. What what did you what happened there? Oh, I, I don't I don't remember the details, but I, I oh, guess he just kid, left. Is that the one time transfer new rules? No, so so he graduated. So he's he's a grad transfer. The problem is there's all these fucking stipulations, but they've been so so like pretending to be strict about the portal opens, the portal closes, you can't transfer otherwise, and then like a month later, this kid's like, I'm out, I'm transferring, and you're like, what the fuck? I thought there was all these rules. It's like, oh, no, he graduated. It's like, oh, fuck me. He graduated, so he can transfer whenever he wants. It's, it, it's just, it's so confusing. But, yeah, the kid graduated, I guess, but he certainly didn't graduate February 1st. He graduated back in December, and it's like he had, but he waited two months, and now he's going to transfer. It's, it's just all, it's a train wreck. It's just all fucked up. Everywhere, every, every level, every layer is fucked up. So, <laughs> so I'm getting DMs like, Wait, you're a Raiders fan, huh? Ha ha. He won a Super Bowl. 
with despite a high ankle sprain. Shut. First of all, the cats that hit you up, you know they're illiterate as fuck, right? They don't. They have. They cannot spell. Like this kid in the in the chat, his name is Chief Fan. He spelled his. He spelled Chief wrong. <laughs> He's in here talking this shit about the Chiefs. Well, it's funny though, Zach. How often do you get the video? The one time you were like proven wrong on something. But you don't ever see him. You never see the video when, oh, damn, JB's been right about fucking 27 other things. Why don't you show me those videos? Because like, I'm tripping on that. I never see Zach Smith's video about how how, how he broke this plate out. Of it. But guess what they say? You don't know how they lost, huh? Like, it's like, dog, you fucking dick riders. No, it's unbelievable. The only time you ever see that is if, if my guy Chris makes a, a, a micro content for me, he puts it out there. Like, he's like, hey, you were right on this. Let's blast it out there. Like, we have to put it out. <laughs> hey, I, w I wish we had a content for right. I wish I had a producer that's fucking just back and give, hey, here you go, coach. Let's go. Yeah, so I have to wake up at four in the morning, set the show up, get fucking ready to go, set all the shit up, put all these pictures and videos in here I want to show, and fucking find them, go put them on there. Like, fuck, I was having a Super Bowl party last night. I didn't want to do that shit while I was fucking loaded. <laughs> so I was like, fuck, I got to get up at four in the morning. I went to bed at three in the morning. I'm like, God damn. Um, hey, guess what, though? People don't really want to talk about this. Uh, people don't want to talk about any of this shit, man. Like, what's the deal with Juju? Oh God! Well, what's up with these cats? Did you see? Did you see the uh, Fletcher Cox? Yeah, I saw all of it. What the fuck, Fletcher Cox wearing a blouse? Then, a, blouse. <laughs> a blouse. And then I see him in the game bitching about a hold. I'm like, hold up, motherfucker! You wore a blouse to game. Well, fuck man, man they, up. They, all, they all are in the VIP with Jackson Mahomes after the game. <laughs> I mean, it's just, hey, but I got I, it was funny as shit. I don't know if you follow the girl Annie Agar that yeah, does all this. She 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 posted a selfie at the Super Bowl and she said, I'm here in my red pants. Or and she was like, and that makes that makes one pair of pants between me and Juju. <laughs> Damn. Hey, she's what the fuck is this man wearing a skirt for? Pretty good now. We've got to we've got to know each other. So I'm trying to get her on the show and uh drop one of those fucking uh one of those fucking videos she does about everybody. She's kind of blew up over the last few years. Oh, yeah. She blew up. Um, I don't know. So, is Patrick Mahomes overrated or overvalued? Or is he undervalued now? No, I, I think – I mean, I think he's – you can't say he's undervalued because people suck his dick like he's the greatest quarterback ever. Oh, they're but, washing his balls today. Yeah, but but he's – honestly, I mean, the guy's his, – his accomplishments – you know, they, they match up. I mean, just he's, he's, he, he doesn't play the game how I would want a quarterback to play. He's a, a little bit of a wild card, but most of the reason I don't like that is not because he's not having success. It's because a bunch of fucking people are out there trying to mimic him and they're not him. And they're going to be awful because of it. And it's like, stop watching him. Like he's the anomaly. Like don't play like him because you're going to suck. If you do, <laughs> it's like, so I got, some, I, uh, I got a good reliable source that Andy Reid's telling Eric the enemy, you got to go. You got to get out of here. You got to get it from underneath me. You got to leave or you're never going to coach again or you'll never have a real legitimate job. You got to get away from me and get out of here. Yeah. And I know for a fact it is accurate because after the game, if you watch Andy Reid's presser right after the show or after the game, he gets up there and is like, and all the credit has to go to Eric Bieniemy. Like that's the first thing Andy Reid said. If, no, if nobody notices or caught that, I'm trying to find the video of it. And I'm like, 
That is 100% happening. Eric Bieniemy is gone. Um, this is the problem, though, Zach. Eric Bieniemy is fucked. He cannot take Mahomes with him. And so now, mm-hmm. what side of the fence are you going to be on? And if you go to Baltimore, Zach, the, the real will understand this. If Lamar stays in Baltimore and Eric Bieniemy goes and they fail miserably, which I think they would, you got two brothers, two black men, one coach, one player, and it's going to be a bash city. Who the fuck's going to come to the – Who whose fault is it? See what I'm saying? It's going to yeah. be is – it, is, it, is it Lamar's fault? Is it Bieniemy's fault? Bieniemy was really being ca- carried by Andy Reid. You don't have Mahomes, so you can't run that gimmicky offense in another place. You got to run real football plays now. And then you got to try to recreate what Greg Roman did in Baltimore – and and fight a bear front every day because your quarterback can't throw a fucking hit. Yeah, I mean it's, it's we we've seen this story played out what a, a dozen times from Charlie Weiss to Matt McDaniel, like all these guys that left the Patriots and fucking were awful. And you're like, oh yeah, well they don't have fucking Tom Brady anymore. Like what they weren't this just generational offensive coordinator. They had a generational quarterback running their basic offense. Like and that's. You look at Kansas City, it's like, all right, whose offense is it? doesn't matter. Like, Patrick Mahomes is, is the fuel that makes that go. Wherever wherever Eric Bieniemy goes, you got to have Patrick Mahomes. Like, you better go find you a great quarterback. And then he'll probably be great. But without him, he's going to be a complete bust. And then they're going to say, it was Andy Reid's offense. You yeah, didn't right. have shit to do. You know what I'm saying? So he's fucking away. You either come with Patrick Mahomes or you, you come with nothing and you fail and it's all Andy Reid's and you're fucked and you're horrible and now, you know. I don't know. I do like the I do like Eric going to Arizona and choke fucking Tyler Murray though. Because the enemy will choke the fuck out of be, uh, of him. I know Eric well. I grew up with him. He is uh he that's why Shady McCoy came out and threw shade at, at Eric Bienemy because he he hated him because the enemy used to cuss his ass out just like he cussed Mahomes out. Uh he would fucking I think he scares Kyler Murray. So I don't know if they'll hire him as a head coach, though. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I read that Kyler Murray's going to have a say in who the head co- coach is. Like, what the fuck? That's the worst idea ever. Like, don't let him have any say. Tell him to go play Xbox, and we'll let you know who the coach is. But these players nowadays, they they're fucking ridiculous. I also saw the the, the deal in in Denver where they asked Sean Payton about Russell's private coach oh, being yeah. in the facility, and he's like, "I've never heard of that. No, that's that's absolutely not fucking happening here." Like these, it's a different world, JB, that we live in now. And uh, you see, yesterday Peyton Manning at the, I mean Peyton, uh, Sean Peyton at the Super Bowl, he's kind of like doing like an acting skit. Oh God, no, I didn't see it. So I'm like, dog, Sean Peyton just got hired at the fucking Broncos as the head coach. Now we're doing fucking acting skits uh, in the hallway of the game, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, ah, that ain't a good look. I'm like, dog, you just told Russell Wilson we're going to fucking get rid of the gimmicky shit, and now you're out here doing acting gigs <laughs> before the Super Bowl. Like, So he was still fulfilling his Fox obligation, I guess, because he's with yeah. Fox. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting. What time you go on today, 9? Yeah, when, yeah, 9 your time, 9 Pacific, uh, noon Eastern. Hey, dog, you got to get the bag this week, dog. There's no McAfee. There's no, uh, there's no, uh, what's his name? The other big guy on YouTube that goes on, he ain't on this week. There's like guys taking off like two weeks I hear. So I'm like, fuck it. I got, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get me a bunch of guests on and some real talk guys to come on and fucking, oh, yeah. uh, 
and do this. I'm on Barstool tomorrow. Um, I'm, I'm on uh, Barstool tomorrow. And I'm like, I think people realize that a lot of people are down. Yeah, it's, it's go time. Yeah, fuck it. So I'll, I'll be over there watch your show later on, man, and uh, see what happens. Who's going to win the Super Bowl next year? Shut the fuck up. I, 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 I'm just fucking with you, Zach. I'm not going to really ask you that. I'm but like, damn, bro. It's going to be the new thing today. Who's going to win the Super Bowl today? I'm like, A way too early look at the 2024 <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> How about tomorrow when fucking the Eagles lose 17 fucking free agents and the right. Chiefs don't – and the Chiefs can't sign nobody next year because Cap – Space is gone because Mahomes' contract really kicks in in about two weeks. People don't realize his five hundred million starts to start having to be paid here real shortly. So I don't know what the Chiefs do. I don't know what the Eagles do. I know this: when you go to the Super Bowl, and if you, especially if you win a Super Bowl, free agents are a lot more expensive to keep. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So you saw it with the Rams. Where the fuck were the Rams this year? Bad, bad. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do either. I don't know what they're going to do. I, I'm hearing they're trying to get Jonathan Taylor from the Colts. And I'm like, they get Jonathan Taylor from the Colts. Fuck. I, what? How? They don't have shit to get him with. How? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see where Aaron Rodgers ends up. We'll see. Uh, Tom Brady's going to take the year off and not, not do anything. So who knows what that's going to do. Maybe just, I don't know. And then Aaron Rodgers, before he leaves. Like, do we really got to go into a fucking black box for two, three days and think about what we got to do? Like, get the fuck out of here. Nah, come on, man. Like, that's going to be the decision. Oh, I'm going to come out. Of, I'm refreshed. Uh, shut <laughs> up. I don't want to see a, I don't want to be in a black. You know what that is? It's fucking gel. Right. Hey, man, I appreciate you coming on, dog. I'll check your show out later on. Make sure you follow Minister Sports on YouTube and social media. Zach does a hell of a job. He'll be live at 12 noon Eastern, uh, 9 a.m. Pacific. Make sure you watch him on YouTube. Appreciate you, dog. Appreciate you, JB. All right, later. All right. Zach Smith joining me. Matt McChesney's going to join me here in a minute. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl last night, break that down in totality. Kyrie Irving, Jock Vaughn came out and said, I think you have a responsibility as a basketball player like I do as a coach. I show up, I do my fucking job every single day. That's what I signed up for, and that's my expectations for 1 through 17. Jock Vaughn, Pasadena Muir High School. I had to guard him in high school, by the way. We played him. He's my age. We played against each other all through high school and basketball. Uh, he was as fast as I've ever seen guy on a court. But anyway, he said that, and it makes total sense because he's old school like me, and he's like, I'm showing up. If I don't show up, what do you say about me? You throw me under the bus. You want to get me fired. So you cannot show up, Kyrie, and everything's okay. You still get paid. The fan base loves you because you issued an apology, and everyone's forgotten everything you've ever done. And now you're in Dallas with Luca and Jock Vaughn's like, nah, you really a shit bird. You fucked our organization between you and KD. And now the Nets are again. I feel, I feel for Jock Vaughn because he took over for Steve Nash, who these players wanted to fired after they hired him. Let this all sink in. KD and Kyrie wanted Steve Nash hired so they can control his ass because he never coached before. And then they demanded that he was fired. Okay? Then he was fired. And then 
you get a guy to step in, Jock Vaughn, who the players liked, and then you shit on him too and both leave? Like, you guys are the epitome of shitbird. That's just always what it is. You're a shitbird, and you fucked Jock Vaughn. Now he has a horrible roster with mental midget Ben Simmons in there, and now you got to live or die with Ben Simmons as your star? Fuck that. I, I, I'm like, dog, I'm getting the fuck out of there. You better, you better figure this out. Jock Fon's got to get out of there. I want to get into this mainstream media thing. Because um, Russell Westbrook and his wife, I don't know if you agree or disagree. Um, a source told me you remove a vampire from the locker room. So that's what they're saying, right? And then his wife came out and said, this is sick ESPN. Russell's no vampire. This is also slander because we have a kid. We have a kid, actually, that we have a kid that goes to school, and the kid now is being bullied. The people are saying your dad's a vampire. So let me ask you. This goes into the Skip Bayless thing, all right? This goes into this Rogers is historically about him basically speaking out inside of his fucking mouth. So this goes back to that video. Mainstream media gets away with doing these things. And they can say, I'm pretty sure they said Brett Favre stole money too. Why is he not suing ESPN? Why is Brett Favre not suing ESPN? Why is Michael Irvin not suing ESPN? Why are they suing the other people? I'm just confused here. I want to make sure we're clear. So mainstream media can come out and basically say, you're a vampire, Russell Wilson, I mean, Russell Westbrook, and you're a shitty, and you needed to move, and now the kids, these are still humans, by the way. Like, I don't give a fuck. You make a lot of money. Don't put your kid in school then. Fucking house, home, homeschool the motherfucker. I don't really care. I don't want to hear the excuses. Nobody feels sorry for you. But the bottom line is, it was a bad mistake bringing him to L.A. Let's be honest. He don't fit L.A. He don't fit LeBron. Okay, he don't fit LeBron. He don't fit L.A. And it is what it is. But I'm just confused. I think those two players fucked him. I think the mainstream media, I think the mainstream media can fuck players all day long. And then when you wonder why the players are mad at your bitch ass when you want to interview them, but yet you just fucking blasted them and called them a vampire. So I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird to me. Zion Williamson. Out beyond the all-star break after another setback. Star Zion Williamson aggravated his hamstring injury and is looking at missing multiple weeks beyond the all-star break, Vice President of Basketball Operations David Griffin said. <sighs> Come on, man. When are we going to say this guy is a bust? When are we going to say this guy is a bust? When is he a bust? When is he? When are we gonna say that Zion is a bust? I don't want to hear shit else. I don't want to hear you say, "Man, it, it, it'd be cool. It'd be cool if uh, you know we could see him play." It doesn't matter. He's a bust. He's a bust. Um, I I don't know. I'm just telling you. Um. I got, a, I got an interesting poll question for you guys. Was yesterday's halftime show the worst ever? 
I just want to, I'm throwing that out there. Was yesterday's halftime show the worst ever? Whole question. Please drop your, drop your answers in the chat. Um, we got Rihanna on the stage, checking all the boxes. Uh, she was prego, by the way. She's pregnant. Let's check the boxes. Let's do all the nice shit. Like, come on, dog. Whitney Houston, shit on her ass. (laughs) Oh, man. I thought it was fucking horrible. Um, I don't know. That was just me. But it's a a trending thing right now. Halftime show being garbage. Uh, Are we being invaded by UFOs? I don't know. That, that could have been the poll question. Um, my main man, Caleb Presley. I'm from um, Toronto, Canada, where we are. Is it true that the most beautiful girls in the world are here in Toronto? I would, I would say so, yes. How'd you get them here from Miami? You flew them in your plane? <laughs> um, oh, man. Um, Caleb Presley, good friend of mine. Uh, he does a hell of a job. Make sure you check him out on everything. Caleb Presti does a great job, man. He's funny as hell. Um, I'll be on Brandon Walker tomorrow, Barstool Sports, um, on his show. Be on Caleb's show soon one day, I hope. He'll be on mine as well. Caleb does a hell of a job. He's funny as hell. Uh, dog, if you haven't seen my girl, Alan, have you seen this? Ah, <laughs> oh, dog. What are we doing? What are we doing? Can we? Can we just say, Ah, oh, man. What are we doing? How about this slapstick right here, though? We don't want to talk about this. How about the kid in school um, dropping the gun? He came out of his bag. It literally dropped his gun. He came out of his bag. Tackle the motherfucker. Why are you letting him go? This is why we are so fucking soft. I would have fucking choke slammed the fuck out of that kid and choke fucked him, buried his head in the fucking concrete. He brought a gun to school, dropped it in front of your faces. You allow him to leave with the gun. Makes sense. It fucking makes sense to me. This is the world we're living in right there. So let's let it go ahead, dog. Bring the gun in. Drive. I know you might have shot everybody in school, but fuck it. Go ahead and leave. Dog, it blows my fucking mind. It blows my fucking mind. That is what we are now. This is what we are now. Um, Matt McChesney joins me right here. Uh, I got so much shit up. I didn't see him down here. Uh, right here to talk some Super Bowl banter. Uh, Matt, what up? Good morning. Man, it's a great day to have a great day. Are we being invaded by UFOs or what the fuck's going on? I mean, <clears throat> look, there's a, uh, I'm a red-blooded American with an armory. So behind, right. every, behind every blade of grass, motherfucker, whether you're an alien, a Russian, a, a part of the Chinese Republic, if you want to come over here and fuck around, 
Not everybody in America is super soft. Just keep hey, everyone can remember that. Well, the other 397 million, 297 guys, because there's 397 million, 99 guys in America. I think, I think there's a lot of really hardcore dudes actually, and there's just the the voice of right. the minority is soft. Yeah, the microphone is with the minority of super soft, like oh yeah, fingernail painting. You know, live in your mommy's basement your whole life, criers and. But you know the problem is, dog. We don't get to express that because the minority is so soft. They're canceling everybody, and we are allowing him. The majority don't speak up. Well, so- it's it's flipping though. There's a lot of very positive, you know, quote unquote conservative messages out there, in my opinion. So, but look, the 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 issue, in my opinion, and I'm right in the middle on all this before we talk about the Super Bowl, but. I uh, I don't think that either side can sit in the room and talk to each other because one side believes in Santa Claus all year round and the other side can't determine what a man or a woman is anymore. So I'm, I, I like being in the middle and laughing my ass off of both sides. And when the apocalypse come, nobody's going to give a shit about Republican or Democrat. Uh, yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> let me ask you this though. We're shooting down unidentified objects all over the place. My brother's in the Air Force in Montana. He's in Great Falls. Uh, I'm like, dog, what's up with this? Is it is this China or is it aliens? What's up? But it's funny, though. This, this is the funny part I have to answer, Matt, to ask you, Matt. We grew up thinking aliens are the, like, premier factor in the world. And we're like, fuck, if they come down, we're fucked. The aliens are badass. Well, we've shot down three unidentified alien craft in the last three days. Are we the badasses and the aliens just saying shit or what the fuck's going on? I don't think that's the case, especially if it is true that we're taking their technology to build pyramids and shit from the last thousand years. I don't. Are we just smoking aliens now, dog? I, I have no idea, dude. I mean, I'm I'm just a dude on a big rock that's spinning until I don't get to be here anymore. So I I don't fucking know. Nor do I really give a shit either. All of this is meant to distract. So. Always, always, Matt. We're always here to fucking distract for some other reason. Um, let's talk Super Bowl. Please. What did you think about last night's game? I thought the game was awesome. Um, I love that the refs stayed out of it for 59, 59 minutes. Um, tell, the, tell the deciding play in the game. I'm very, very, very disappointed that the refs didn't give the Eagles an opportunity to come back and try and tie it or win the game because of a extremely suspect holding penalty. And like, there was no offensive holding called all night. There was no defensive cold holding called all night. That was, that ball was uncatchable. I don't care if Juju gets held or not. It's over his head by seven or eight yards. So that used to be a thing uncatchable. Remember this call? So look, dog, I'm, uh, I'm like, I'm almost disgusted by the refs, bro. I'm over this shit. I can't do this anymore. Like, if you want my fucking attention and you want my money, you've got it. The NFL has got to do something about the refs. This is not cool. This is fucking un- un- unacceptable. And next year, everybody's going to keep watching and we're just going to keep complaining about this. But, I mean, they're just showing the play over and over and over and over again. It is eight, nine, ten yards over his head. And the holding penalty is so suspect. Dog. It's like, not even a hole. That's not a hole. It's, it's a, a hole. It's, He barely touches him. So, I'm just – 
the refs always want to be involved. They always got to fucking do this. They do it all the time. They do it for Kansas City constantly. And I'm just, I'm over this shit, dude. It's taking away from the incredible football game we watched last night. And now we're sitting there talking about the goddamn refs. So, I mean, but, but, but. Roger Goodell came out and said, these are the fucking best refs we've ever had. And then he's full, Roger Goodell's full of shit. He's a fucking liar. He's, he's a politician. He's just trying to cover up for his business, bro. And everyone knows that. All he's trying to do is say, oh, it's not us. Like, penalties happen. If it's a penalty in the first quarter, it's a penalty in the fourth quarter. That's <laughs> why they'll never be full-time refs, Matt. Well, then they're going to, bro, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm done with this shit. I can't fucking continue to watch and act like everything's on the level and constantly have the same stupid ass conversation over and over again, bro. I'm over it. I'm fucking over it. So, but, 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 but let me ask you, is that the sole reason that these are going to continue to be referees that are doctors, lawyers, and workers? because they won't put that onus on them as full time. They won't pay them full time and say, you're part of the NFL now you are responsible for these calls. They won't do that because they need to control either betting A or outcomes of games like they did. And, I mean, let's be honest. Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy going on in the sunset and coaching somewhere else, Patrick Mahomes now being put in the GOAT conversation. That is a better story than Sirianni, dog mentality, winning their first but hold on. The the refs weren't – I can't agree with any of what you're saying right now because last night Mahomes actually made a comeback and Philadelphia didn't do anything at halftime and Kansas City schemed the shit out of them. And the offensive line ball didn't give up any sacks. The fucking refs didn't get involved until the last goddamn minute of the game. So my, no, my, point, point. my it, it, I'm over this shit. Like if you're sitting here telling me they can't have a full-time referee in the NFL – then we shouldn't have the NFL anymore. We can't employ full-time referees, but we can employ yeah, full-time Why have we not done it in 100 years yet? That's my I question. Know, I don't know why, but the the opportunity, again, is right in front of them to make it right, and they won't do it. So at this point, I'm like, fuck the NFL, bro. This shit is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I don't agree that Patrick Mahomes – I don't believe Patrick Mahomes carried them down the field to win the game. A fucking what? return. A punt return went 65 yards, homie. We were down by 10 at halftime, bro. I'm tired of you disrespecting this guy. He's got, no, a, he's got another MVP. He's not going to be talked about. Hold he's on. The punt return MVP. didn't put him in field position. Hold on, though. Did the punt return put them down there or not? Oh, God. So a good special teams play. So they returned a touchdown I mean, on defense, too. Why aren't you talking about that? I did already. That's what I'm talking. That's even helping my case. Yeah, that what do you mean? It's away from Mahomes' greatness because he well, had you guys step up. Wait up, dog. You played football like I did. So a fucking defensive touchdown doesn't help the quarterback? Of course it helps him, but that takes I know it helps him in a lot of different ways. Like I don't gotta go the whole fucking team. That doesn't that helps Mahomes. Exactly. Only, huh? exactly. But how are you saying that's all Mahomes that scored those points? I didn't say it was. I said he led the comeback. I, he he did. didn't want to come back, though. The fucking defensive touchdown did. What do you mean? He's the quarterback of the team that led the comeback. Yes, Look, yes. This, is, this is what I'm going to say about it. Quarterbacks fucking lead comebacks. You just don't like the guy, so you're just always fucking. I, 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 but that's not the, that's a fault. That is a, that is not correct either. I never said I never liked him. I, I, I've only said I've liked Mahomes on this show. I just said 
I don't believe he's what everyone says he is. And last yes, night, yes. prove it again. I don't want to hear about the you hobble. You play in this league. You know this hobbled ankle bullshit is a narrative. You play in the game, you stay in the game. I don't want to hear about your ankle. Jack Young up here, the broken he fucking He didn't stay in the fucking game. He didn't leave. Exactly my point. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to hear the common denominator factor on Twitter that, hey, JB, he played and didn't miss a game. He I miss a play. No shit. That's his job. That's what he's supposed to do. What do you mean? He, a lot of people would not play hurt. He played hurt. I, I understand that. That's But I'm saying if you get into the game and decide to play, then you should stay. That's what he did. So, to me, that's what quarterbacks are supposed to do. Like, he's not he, doing something he led, that. He led the comeback. That's what quarterbacks do. They lead comebacks. All right. So. So, so, so Tony led the comeback? Who? The guy who returned the fucking punt. He led the comeback? Or Kelsey led the comeback? Or how about Andrew Wiley? Could he have led the comeback? The punt return put him in his position to win the game. What do you mean? I'm just saying Mahomes led the fucking comeback as the quarterback. Did well, he he's the quarterback. What do you mean? It, it, well, that's what the fuck I'm saying. That's what I said eight motherfucking times. That no, he so led the comeback. And you so told me he did it. Well, did he or fucking didn't he? And no, no, he didn't. What do you mean? He's the quarterback. What do you mean? He it doesn't matter. He, didn't, the he didn't lead a comeback yesterday. That's what you're telling me. Yes, he's the quarterback. Of course he's led okay, the comeback. Cool. That's all okay, I said. So, so if, if if you were the quarterback, you would have been the leader of the comeback too. Yes. Quarterbacks lead comebacks, quarterback. As you know. It doesn't so matter who you're talking about. That's what I'm saying. That's so what I'm saying. It doesn't matter who was there. The fact that that's what he did. Because of the punt return, though. <laughs> the punt returns in the fourth quarter. He started the comeback at halftime. Well, yeah, they were down 10 points. So, so they had a big play on special teams, and somehow that takes away from Mahomes' greatness and leading the comeback? What I mean, the where is the greatness at? He threw for 180 fucking yards, homie. Let's not yeah. act like he's throwing for 500 yards in Super Bowls, bro. No, he threw for 180 yards and three touchdowns under 15 yards. You're you're killing me. With Come that. on, man. You guys are you're something no, you're, you have accepted the like, that's what it is, homie. He doesn't throw for 400 yards and eight touchdowns and no fuck-ups, and he's a fuck. No, he doesn't. I don't need. I don't think you need to throw for 400 yards, but goddamn, homie, can we can we see some real quarterback play? Right fucking back at you. Goddamn, can you respect any greatness fucking ever, or are you just the ultimate fucking hater? It ain't, how is it hate if it's true? Bro, it's not true. <laughs> he had a, how is it true? How is it hate? another comeback. Another We're going to see. Another MVP. You're wrong, bro. Dog, he, of course he is. Who else is going to get it? We're in the fucking mediocre. The quarterback play in the NFL is fucking atrocious. Oh, my Period. God. Fucking so, so Jalen Hurst didn't ball the fuck out last night? Hey, ball three rushing touchdowns. He throws for 300 yards. fucking deal how he scores. Okay, he. I just said three rushing touchdowns, 300 yards. I said he balled out. So, again, who cares how he scored? It, it's a good thing. I, I didn't say that. I just said I'm giving you the stat line. I didn't, I didn't say how he scored last night. I just said he balled out. He threw 300 yards and he ran for three three touchdowns. And nothing last night looked mediocre other than the refs. Everything was on par. Both coaching staffs balled the fuck out. Both fucking, both. Uh, other, right. than yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, other than pass rushing, both defenses held on to their ass pretty much the whole game. That's it. Everybody else balled. Let me ask you this. It was a great game. 
Let me ask you this. The Chiefs allowed zero sacks to a team that had 78 sacks on the season. To me, that is totally the single most important part of that game because we didn't get the sack, the crowd changed, the momentum swift. We didn't get any of that because they could they protected like we never thought. Or and with Andy Reid's play call and they got the ball out like fucking bam, bam, bam. They did not. So what I was telling people before the show was Zach. Andy Reid learned from what happened in Tampa and a dominant defensive line dominating that game, and he used it against them and got that ball out and got it out fast, and they helped that. It, to me, that's what made that game go, even down 10 points. Even with the defensive return uh, for a touchdown, they were still down 10 points, which people, to your, to your point, it is even better for Mahomes to do what he did because you were down 10 after having a defensive return for a touchdown. So it was actually a little harder for Mahomes, in my opinion, to come back in the second half after – because you, you you get a defensive return, Matt. You're thinking, oh, fuck, we should be up. But we're down 10. So I just want to know, was that the sole deciding factor with the O-line play dominating like they did? Oh, yeah. The, the fact that they played at the level they did and he was essentially clean the whole game is why they won. I mean – that and the- in a million years would you have thought they would got no sacks oh no no i picked i picked philadelphia because i thought they would dominate the game up front and they didn't i mean i didn't hear reddick's name once i didn't hear fletcher cox name once i didn't hear sweat's name once i didn't hear brandon graham names once like they essentially disappeared from up front which you know is a, a tip of the cap to kansas city and their experience and everything that, like you said they did learn against tampa bay uh, well, so, so Fletcher Cox wore a blouse to the game, so you shouldn't have heard his name. That's not my opinion on that. But what? Who? Fletcher Cox wore a fucking blouse. Yeah, I saw his bad look. But, but there, there was a lot of questionable fashion things last night. Like, what? Are, what are we doing here, dog? Like, what the fuck have we become? I don't know, man. I just wear t-shirts every day. The halftime show was like the, the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, tell, tell me what I love Rihanna too, and I she's fucking she does it for me big time. Like even Prego, I don't I don't give a fuck. Like, but she she last night she should not have done that to herself. She looked bad. She couldn't. I didn't really watch. I had the music on in my party. Oh god, it was terrible. She was just on, and I I made a comment, and the girls in the room were like, "Oh, I'll leave here right now." I was like, "Bye." Fuck, motherfucker! I'm drinking and eating. I don't give a fuck. She's prego. Like, is she pregnant right now? I don't. I, I, I'm like, I, I have no idea who got her pregnant. I ASAP Rocky. I'm like, who the fuck is that? I have no idea who that is. That's just another another rapper. Look, I, bro, I, I just the Chris Stapleton thing, the the national anthem was awesome. Who? Chris Stapleton, the guy that sung the national anthem. I didn't whoa. see. That. Holy shit, that was fucking awesome. So compared to the halftime show, two so it was like it was like Whitney Houston's uh national anthem? It was I don't know if anything will ever top Whitney, but Thank you. Thank you. But it was it was good. I mean, it was one of the best I've seen. I mean, I'd have to go back and watch it's, it, we'll put it like this. It's worth remembering. Like the halftime show last year was so many names. I don't know if it was good or not, but it was worth remembering. The Whitney Houston national anthem, obviously, is probably the best that's ever been sung. That's worth remembering. 
the Chris Stapleton last night was worth remembering. But Brianna's shit was so bad, it was worth remembering too. So I guess it's all about how you look. All right, let's, let's ask. Here we go. Here's your chance right here to bury JB. All right. Two Super Bowl MVPs, two Super Bowls. He's now, in my opinion, surpassed Eli Manning because of we know his skill set is far superior than Eli, but Eli had two Super Bowls. He is now in the discussion. Do you put him above Aaron Rodgers today? Waking yes. up this morning, is he above Aaron Rodgers? I did yesterday, and I doubled down on that today. Absolutely, yes. All right. Is he above Drew Brees now? Yes. Is he in the discussion, or do you put him above Big Ben? Yes. Big Ben has three or two? Two. He lost to the Packers. Okay. Is he now in the discussion, or has he surpassed Peyton Manning, Troy Aikman, Steve Young? He, oh, boy, not Peyton. Peyton's a top three for me, top five. Uh, Steve Young's on my top ten list, but I, I – I don't know. I got to think about those three. That's that's a. And that's I know a, you put him above a, Aikman, so fuck you. I would uh, say definitely above Aikman, but not the other two. All right. Now let me ask you this: In your opinion, does he have a while to go to catch Montana, Bradshaw, and of course Brady? Um, I but think you already put him above Bradshaw, even though Bradshaw has all those rings. I, I didn't. You didn't ask me about Terry Bradshaw. I know. I know. I'm just. I'm just saying to you. Do you? But, do I think Mahomes is a better player than Bradshaw? What's of course, the yeah, I do too. Um, yeah, I do. But, but look, Bradshaw was the perfect quarterback for the Steel Curtain era he was in, and they won, and that's fucking awesome. So I'm not, I don't think we need to diminish someone else's greatness in order to, to uh, understand that a new era and a new crop of guys could equally be as great, could. Um, I think Mahomes has the opportunity to be – the Jordan Brady, you know, Serena Williams of this era, if he does it right, which he seems to do things right. Uh, the NFL wants it to be that way too. If everybody hasn't figured that out from the last two football games that have been on. Um, I think that they're going to be equally as good next year as they were this year. And even hungrier to like, to truly repeat. That's still something they haven't done. Um, they lost to Tampa. So Look, I think Mahomes is special, and he's going to be there forever. And the you know, it's as long as he wants to play and ride this wave, you know the the window, as they say, for greatness is open his entire career. So I will say this though, um, <clears throat> the AFC, in my opinion, is really deep with young quarterbacks, so that may make it a little bit harder or more competitive for him there, but. I mean, I just think it's hard to do this regardless. So uh now how much stock, how much stock do you put on the era as far as the we already didn't talk about the rule change. We know it's softer than ever. We're not even gonna talk about it, but no, do you I hate the bonus on that at all. I hate it. I hate this era. Like I I I know, but I'm saying, do you put any of that thought into I have to yeah. these quarterbacks where you rank them? Yes, and one of the reasons why I think Manning and Brady are so high on my list is because they did it in both eras and Brady, especially. So I, I have so we've talked about this so many times, but I have so much respect equally for Mahomes now, after I've watched him play injured, I have so much respect for the quarterback that can fucking take a beating 
and just get his ass beat and always comes back and beats you. And that's what he did again. Why you not like Aikman? I, I didn't say I didn't like him. I, I You overvalue him, in my opinion. That's uh, just me. I, I, I have nothing against him as a quarterback. I just don't think he's a top 10 guy. Um, but Mahomes <clears throat> showed me something again, you know, showed me something new. He's playing hurt. He did it well. You know, he took off on two huge runs in the second half last night, didn't slide, got tackled, you know, while he's hurt. And I know that that doesn't mean a whole lot to guys like us, but in this generation of quarterback, that's huge. That's like equivalent to Elway's fucking like jump and helicopter move, in my opinion, because he could have just slid and gotten a finger touch and then we would have been over. So like for him to just take off like that hurt, that's the way I look at it. Like, wow, he's really selling out for his guys. Um the old school quarterback, though, the Elwaves, Farbs, Montanas, Steve Youngs, the A. Aikman was tough as fucking nails, Phil Sims, guys like that. Randall Cunningham was tough as fuck. Doug Williams was tough as fuck. Mark Rippon was tough as fuck. Like all those guys, man, they were so tough. They had to be they, because there was no option. Like they are statues that get ran over and they can't, they're the only position that can't return the blow. They don't chase down the field and light people up on interceptions. That's not their job. So all a quarterback can do to show his toughness, in my opinion, is to take an ass beating and get up and smile and spit his teeth back at you and be like, motherfucker, come again. And that that has been taken away from quarterbacks now. We've talked about this several times. They don't have the opportunity to be that guy anymore because the rules are protecting them at the level that they are. And I'm not opposed to being safe, but I am opposed to – making it soft. So I wish there was middle ground, but there isn't. So, you know, the, it, I take everything that I'm seeing now with a grain of salt, you know, how good would all these guys be if you could hit them the way you want to fucking hit them? You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's my only thing that holds me back from ranking Mahomes above, you know, the, the top four guys on my list. So He's still fifth, and he's still sitting fifth. And I don't, I don't, as a modern day player, that's first essentially. So, when you're behind guys like Brady, Montana, John Elway, and Peyton Manning, sitting fifth isn't really sitting fifth. Let Let me ask you this: uh, We've talked about Brady <clears throat> before, playing, having privilege. I'm going to use this word, having privileged being in a horrible AFC East. You said you yourself, you played in it at the time. Jets, Bills, Dolphins were bad. Uh, Tom Brady benefited from that. Um, played at home. Uh, played at home for a lot of those playoff games. Didn't have to leave the confines. Do we talk about Patrick Mahomes now in the same light? He's never um, left Arrowhead. Never. And he did lose the Burrow last year. He's in uh, and, and, and the one loss at home that he has suffered. Um, he, he, lost to, he lost to Tom once. He's never had to leave, and the AFC West is pretty average. It's, the AFC West is terrible. So, look, I played in the AFC East with Brady when he was young. I was with the Jets from 05 to 08, I was, or 05 to the beginning of 08, and then I was with the Dolphins the whole 08 season, and then I went to the Broncos. So, the 08 Dolphins, we won the division and hosted Baltimore and got murdered. And that was just because Tom Brady, did, Tom Brady didn't play. He got knocked out in the first game of the season. So he didn't just, like, dominate a division. It was the Tom Brady division for 20 years. So 
of course that helped him. 100% it helped him. You'd think that if he, think about this, if the AFC East stayed the same as it was and the Colts were still in that division and the Colts and the Patriots had to play twice a year for the division win, would he still have won the division fucking 15 out of 16 years or whatever it was? I don't know. Probably not. Peyton Manning's pretty fucking good. So, you know, the, the NFL was smart to split them. Uh, but I, I think, look, Mahomes, I can't sit here and say you're wrong. He's never lost to the Broncos, 15-0. and 0. I mean, he runs – he's only lost the Raiders maybe once, I think. He beats the Chargers' ass constantly. Like, this is Pat's division, period. So, until – there becomes some kind of like framework to beat this guy and control Travis Kelsey. They're just going to keep doing this shit. Like, but is he is he is he benefiting though from playing at home just like Brady did, not having to leave that hell of arena? Of course, you're benefiting from it, but that's earned in the NFL. You earn the right to have home playoff games. So, no one's giving him that because of who he is. They earn the right to play at home because they want. So. I can't be mad at him. Do I want to see him go on the road and do it? I don't need to see that. I mean, if he goes on the road and doesn't play well in the playoffs, then they should get home field advantage. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a tricky situation. But, it, it, look, in the NFL, if you win, you get home field. If you get home field, you're probably going to go to the Super Bowl. And once you get there, you know, for, to the Philadelphia fans, I'll say, once you get there and you're up by 10, Let's go on that. Let's go in at halftime and self scout and figure out how Andy Reid's going to chop us up in the second half because the adjustments that they made, the overloading the side of the field, clear out routes and dump passes to negate the pass rush and get the ball in Tony's hands and Swift's hands to supplement the the, the running game and McKinnon and the headiness to go down at the one at the end of the, the game and like the importance of the backs out of the backfield is why they won that game. Philadelphia was so concerned about Travis Kelsey at halftime that they totally forgot that there were eight other guys on the field that could catch the ball, that they're just rotating in and out for the Chiefs. So, you know, I thought Philadelphia had all the all the opportunity in the world to win last night. Uh, and then, you know, the, the second half, something just – something happened. The, the Chiefs started clicking and Patrick Mahomes does – Let's talk – let's be a coach and a player here. And I – we gave our keys to victory last week. Sean Salisbury, I, I did. You and I did. And I was like, if the Eagles control the clock and keep Mahomes off the field. We dominated the clock in the first half. So they had a, they, yeah, they had a couple 10-minute drives, I think. I, I'm just, how do they dominate the time of possession, dominate total first downs, third down conversion, time of possession, and you lose that fucking football game? I And you had a return uh, you had a, I know you had the defensive return touchdown, which is a huge deal uh, for coaches to understand. People that may not know how big of a play that was, but it was huge. Um, you had a good special teams play the entire night for my my stand. And I said, Sean and I said, special teams play will be the big time deciding factor. It seemed like it was. Put him up 35-28 with that return with Tony. Mahomes takes it down and scores. Um, how can you dominate like that and lose the fucking game? Well, there's three parts to every game, as everyone knows. So, like you just said, defense and special teams for Kansas City came to play, and the offense is pretty much all that came to play for Philly. So if they would have had any pressure on him, if they make any plays on defense, like they essentially allowed Patrick Mahomes to play clean. And when you allow Patrick Mahomes to play clean, you lose. And you created run lanes for him, which he made two big runs in the game. 
and they gave him a defensive touchdown and didn't show up on special teams. That's not a good fucking mix. So, and, and think they easily could have won this game. And without the ref making this god-awful call at the end of the game, at least they get a chance to go down and see if they can win. So, look, it can be overanalyzed for till the end of time, but when it comes down to it, if you don't disrupt the pocket on Patrick Mahomes and hit him, and you don't force at least one turnover, you're losing, period. And they didn't – what, they had no turnovers and no sacks, right? And then they I gave up turnovers, so – I don't know how you win. I don't know how you win in the National Football League if you don't have any turnovers and you can't pressure the, the passer. And that's like that's like day one shit. So I don't care who you're playing, especially if you're playing a great – you're playing Patrick fucking Mahomes and we're not going to hit him once and sack him and we're not going to get any turnovers. Like I would, I would have suspected that Philadelphia lost by four touchdowns, not one by three at the end of the game. So the fact that they were even in the game and they played as poorly as they did defensively, you know, it, it seemed like Gannon, the defensive coordinator, why didn't they blitz the fuck out of him? Like you didn't, you didn't know that they were going to throw 15 screens like you didn't work on screen progression and and like and and chase all week so two weeks you were off because all those screen passes like uh, there were three or four of them where they could have just been huge plays for the defense if they were just hustling but you've got all these high priced veterans on the team Joseph and Sue guys who have been playing well for you up to this point but in this game they were looking around looking for somebody else to make a play like I'm old and I don't need to do it like you know it's it can, when it comes down to it, it's all about effort in situations like this. And if you go back and watch the Eagles, like I can't wait to watch the All-22 when I get to the lab at 6-0 tomorrow uh, because I want to really evaluate, like, how hard are you really running on these slip screens? Those alley increased screens that they run to the receivers, to Swift, to Tony that popped at the end of the game. How hard are we running in the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter to get to these screens that are going for six, eight yards at those points? Because they were Andy Reid and Beanie were dicing them up with those all night. I don't, I don't, I, I, I thought the eleven-minute drive was going to secure the win for the Eagles, in my opinion. Even when it was close, even when it was tied, I was like, when they got the two-point conversion, I was like, fuck. I, I think the momentum had shifted. That was the momentum of getting a sack that they could not get on Mahomes. That is the momentum that I was looking for, as you know. Sacks, sacks are big momentum shifts for fan bases. Philly had a huge fan base in Arizona. They've got like 10 Philly bars there in Arizona that fucking are Eagles bars. Like the Eagles travel well, just like the Chiefs do. Um, I don't know, man. Let me ask you, is this a dynasty yet? How many Super Bowls do you need to be a dynasty? How do you define dynasty in your opinion? I think you need minimum three to be a dynasty. But I think you need three in a dynasty within a certain frame of time. So, like, what so is like, you have three and five? If you have three in ten years, is that a dynasty? I think three and five is a dynasty. Three and five is a dynasty. How about I think so? How about three and ten? I think that's a long time. I think that's a long. Time. You might have a lot of different things happen in ten years, though. It could be a whole new regime, new staff, new yeah. management. Why and I love that's why I have so much respect for Brady because he did it for so long. Okay, so how about a whole new organization too? How about the back-to-back question? Like, where do back-to-back champions land that didn't get a third one but went back-to-back? 
because back to back is fucking hard. I mean, the Cowboys, the Niners, back to back. The Niners went back to back. The Broncos, back to back. The Steelers went back to back twice, I think. Yeah. In the uh, and then the, the Chiefs, the Patriots oh, no, went back to back twice. They went back to back in 03, 04. And did, Who did? Did the Patriots go back to back with Brady, or did they go? I don't think they've ever did it back to back, did they? They lost. They beat the Rams. The Rams went back to back and lost one. The, the the Patriots won back to back against the Eagles and the, and the Panthers, and then went on a ten year low where they didn't win a Super Bowl, and then won four more, but they didn't win any of the other four back to back. So the back to back thing now that's the next that's the next like jewel in the hat of Mahomes. Where do you put the Buffalo Bills for going to four in a row? Then I think it's fucking special and doesn't get enough love. Honestly, I think that shit is fucking super hard. I mean, there's no doubt. I'm, 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 trying to, I'm trying to think about your question because we call the Patriots a dynasty. There's no question. We call that a dynasty all day. Right? We, year dynasty. And we don't even care what year it was. We don't even put three years in it. We don't put five years in it because they're a dynasty. It's for the Tom Brady era. That the entire Tom era, Brady yeah. era in New England was a dynasty. And then you had, you had the sprinkles of like a sub-dynasty of the Steelers. They went to three Super Bowls, one, two. You had a sub dynasty with the Giants who beat the Patriots twice. You had like these little blips in but in the in the framework of the New England dynasty, the, the the Colts and and the Broncos winning with Manning. So the Manning part of that, like, there's different changeups, but the reality of the situation was from 2000 until fucking 2023. Tom Brady ran the motherfucking NFL. Period. <laughs> so, um, fact, yeah, no doubt. They did. Didn't Denver win two back to back? Denver won, and they beat the Packers, and then they beat the Falcons. Yeah, with Elway, <coughs> Elway and TD, and those offenses. Right, let, me ask you, let me ask you this: If 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 uh, I, I want to know this this much, as a coach, I used to give out awards to my for the team for after the game. We would evaluate as a staff. I'd break out individual awards, but the main award that the entire team wanted to win every week because I fed them personally whatever they wanted, steak, lobster, whatever. You ain't going to get lobster in Kansas, so I knew I was never going to pay that. So There's no lobster in Kansas? Nah, not unless they're like fresh water somewhere. But um, <laughs> I used to give out an award, Matt, called the War Daddies. And you know what a War Daddy is. And a War Daddy was... It's trenches. That's the O-line or the D-line. But the war daddy of the week could have been the special teams unit. It could have been the secondary. Could have been the wide receivers as a group. Could have been the running backs as a group. It's basically a group. And whoever brought it. the group winner was called the war daddy's award. So you cannot tell me last night's MVP should not have been the Kansas City offensive line as a unit. Because well, I don't think you can give a, an award to an entire unit, but they should have won it. The, the Kansas City O-line last night should have won the award, I agree. That or Nick Bolton, the middle linebacker for the Chiefs who had the scoop and score, that motherfucker was all over the field, bro. He was killing people. He also had a forced fumble on the, on the first play of the game, knocking Miles Sanders out of, out of bounds, who was non-existent last night, Did, was like total no-show. So... Look, the NFL or the Super Bowl MVP is always a skewed award. Um, there's been a lot of circumstances where you're like, how did this guy win? But there's also a lot of circumstances where you're like, well, that totally makes sense. I understand why he won. I think Mahomes and what he did in the second half last night was just 
it was just special, bro. Like some guys just have the ability to rally their football team. And when you, when you say things like he's truly never out of the game, if he's at the quarterback position, your, your squad's always in it. That's what 15 does dude. So I've been, I've been a fan of the Broncos my entire life. And the AFC West has always had Denver, Kansas city. So I've watched for years, you know, being part of the rivalry when I played for Denver and then the years of watching it outside of it, the, the ineptitude of the Chiefs and how terrible they were for so long. They couldn't win a playoff game, quarterback after quarterback after quarterback. I remember one year they had Trent Green, a quarterback, and fucking Dick Vermeil as a coach, and they had goddamn Priest Holmes running all over the place. Barry Johnson was a rookie. I was on that practice squad team, by the way. They had fucking well, – you're on that team. They had dudes, and they, you know – they, Derek Brooks well, just died. Derek Brooks had just died before. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you know, like the 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 narrative was like, this is the year that they're going to do it. Any year, this is the year that the one seed. I can't remember what year it was in the two thousands. But the one seed, the thirteen and three, and then oh two oh two oh three. Yeah, Indianapolis walks in with Peyton Manning, beats them thirty eight thirty five or something like that, and the fucking season's over. So. That what I watched Elway do it over and over and over again to him in the playoffs. So for them, MVP that year, I think exactly when they when they get in a position now where they draft Patrick Mahomes and now they've never lost to Denver while he's played for them and they own everybody in division and they've been to five straight AFC title games and they lost one of them to the GOAT in overtime and the other one they lost to an emerging star in Burrow and then three Super Bowls in four or four years and. Two of the three win, wins and the only other loss is to the GOAT, yada, 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 yada. So I, I just – I feel like there's an upward trajectory here for Kansas City that's going to be pretty fucking hard to, to like to slow down. I think that this train is rolling, and uh, it's going to be an attractive landing spot for free agents this year. They just won with a very suspect offensive roster, in my opinion. So I just – you know, if if he ever if Mahomes ever gets like a real legitimate top fucking ten receiver in of all time, like I know that Brady didn't win with Randy Moss, but his numbers were insane. I just think about like Mahomes with Tyreek Hill's a great player, but he's not, in my opinion, he's not like a Rice or yeah, he's not Jerry Rice or or Randy Moss or Terrell Owens. Get get fucking Mahomes one of these freak alphas. Oh my God, dog! It's over. He's yeah, already day too. We had the best receiving tight end in history. So the year when I was there, dude, we had Tony Gonzalez on that team. We had Johnny Morton. Uh, we had fucking uh, Eddie. Ken- Remember Eddie Kennison? Oh yeah, <clears throat> he was another wide out. Um, Al Saunders was the OC. He's probably one of the best offensive minded I've ever been around. Um, let me ask you this real quick. Andy Reid leaving his stamp legacy. You know, a lot of people will be if he would have lost that game, a lot of people would have called him a choke artist and uh, over uh, underachiever. And he's been to all these games and, and lost. Uh, he gets that he, Super he's Bowl. Been to a lot of big games and lost, but he's also won two Super Bowls. So yeah, I mean, he's now a one percenter. So you could say he, he bury me with my ass up and kiss it. I mean, that's what it comes down to at the end of the day for nice. me. Is there? Uh, Andy or Reed on the horizon in this league right now, or or Belichick, or somebody like that. I would say McVay, but I don't know how long he's going to coach in LA. Um, I'd like to say Shanahan, but he needs to go there and do it. 
You know, he's got to find a quarterback in San Francisco. I like LaFleur in Green Bay, but how good will he be when Aaron leaves? This, this is a tricky one. So, is, is, a, Doug, is Doug Peterson or 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 a I think Doug Peterson has NFL grit to him, a Vrabel, a Tomlin cool. again, because I think Tomlin's still in that echelon. He's still roaming the sideline. So I he's think got, Tomlin, he's, got, he's got a Super Bowl under his belt too. So. Multiple appearances in a Super Bowl win. I think Tomlin's there. Doug Peterson is a great coach. I mean, great coach. He's so gonna, which one of these pencil pushing guys analytic know. guys are the guy that's going to be the guy? Staley, uh, McDaniel, uh, the no. guy up in Minnesota. No. Which one of these guys that I that just cringe? I, I cringe talking about these fucking analytic guys walking the sideline. Which one of these guys is going to get it? None of them. Sirianni. Well, Sirianni was close, but he's also a great motivator. His guys love him. So, that Taylor. Uh, look, I mean, Cincinnati's going to be really good again next year as long as they stay healthy. So, there's going to look next year. There's a ton of teams who think that they can be at this level, and a lot of coaches who are still trying to prove that they can be. So, I don't know. That's a the loaded question, but a good one. I, I just don't have the answer for you right now on that one. I don't know. Um, where does Eric Bieniemy end up? Because I'm telling you right now, a great, great inside source said he is gone. He's probably gone as early as today. Uh, Andy Reid solidified that source at the end of the game yesterday in the press conference right after he said, first thing out of his mouth, I give all the credit to Eric Bieniemy. So that tells me my boy told me the truth because he's Andy Reid is basically saying, you got to get out of from under me or you'll never be able to get a job in this. Yeah, league. he'll probably go to Baltimore somewhere like that. And then, you know. He so needs, let me ask you, I think he he's going to Baltimore, he too. He deserves a fucking head coaching job bad. That's my opinion. He's going to Baltimore. Here's my other. Here's my next question, though. Two old whites talking about it, me and you. He goes there, Lamar Jackson stays. Two brothers, well-respected brothers in the business. As you know, as I know, the narrative's going to be, if they fail... Whose fault is it going to be? Is it Eric Bieniemy was just living under Andy Reid's shadow, or is Lamar Jackson shitty? Can't get the ball, can't get it done. It's going to be disastrous. So, in my opinion, I hope Eric Bieniemy goes to a Washington, or actually, I I like him in Arizona, so he could choke fuck the mental midget Murray. I think that is the best situation. Is Baltimore the best situation for him? Having said that, or would you like to see him in Baltimore? Um. That's just where I've heard he's going to end up. And and look, it makes sense. I think he'll do good things for Lamar Jackson if Lamar's even fucking there. Um, but but look, you know, he's a old school coach. EB's old school, bro. He's going to expect that you do your fucking job and not clam up when he says the F word. And like, he's going to push you really hard. So you've got to be able to walk into the environment that's going to be, you know, conducive for that kind of attitude as well. So I would think that Baltimore has that kind of, you know, cut to their jib, but you never know. You never know what's really going on in guys' heads. So it's, is he going to bump heads with Harbaugh? You know, is he going to be able to go in there as a guy who has been so successful in another place for so long and then walk in here and everyone's like, oh, well, this is a Kansas City. You can't just come in here and do things like you did there and run into that wall. So I find it amazing it's taken this long for this guy to get a fucking head coaching opportunity. So, and he's still like, I think, I think if he is a head coach, he needs to be the head coach in Arizona. I think it's the fucking perfect fit for him. I think it's a perfect fit for Kyler Murray. I think it's a great fit for everybody involved, but 
I don't know if they'll give him a head job. But let me ask you this. Uh, yesterday morning, I get a text message from one of my kids. Hey, Colts, we're trying to get Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, damn. Later on during the game, it finally broke news that they asked they asked the Green Bay Packers for a trade. Um, I know you love that. Um, that that could easily be a two or three year gig for Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, in New York uh, with the Jets. I think he's going to go west if he plays at all. But what do you think about that news? Um, I'm kind of over Aaron Rodgers, but if he wants to go play for my Jets, I'm with it. I mean, I, I'd love to see what that looks like for a year or two. Um, I think he's got really good skill players there. You know, Garrett Wilson won Rookie of the Year. Sauce won Defensive Rookie of the Year. I, I really like their young guys. They got some really good pass rushers. Jeremiah Johnson from Florida State's a freak. Uh you know, they've got dude, C.J. Mosley's back to pre-COVID form. So I, I like Robert Sala, their head coach. Bryson Hall, their running back's a stud. Their goal line's getting better. Mackay Beckham's going to be healthy next year. So, again, I, I think that they can really do some special shit if A-Rod was the, the quarterback. But if he does come in, he's got to put a lot of work in with a young team, and he hates doing that shit. So that's my only – my only problem with it. I mean, I, if he doesn't end up there, then I'm sure they'll go after Carr or God knows who else. I don't know. I'd go after Lamar Jackson really hard if I was the Jets. Why not? You know, like, fuck it. So they, they, they haven't had good quarterback play there since what? Chad Pennington, Mark Sanchez. I mean, was that good or was it just there? They have such a stellar defense that yeah, you could be, you could be, uh, Trent Dilfer-ish and get a get a yeah. couple wins. So it's a, it's a tricky one, but I, if Aaron Rodgers wants to come to New York and play for the Jets, I'm with that shit. But he's got to understand that the uh, media scrutiny in Green Bay where everyone loves you and the media scrutiny in New York where literally everyone's going to hate you, everything you do all the time, regardless of what you're doing, good or bad, are two very different things. And he's a very... Uh, let me put this this way. He's very savvy of what's being said about him and super sensitive. So I don't know if that's a good fit for the New York media market. I agree. I'm going to show you my meat. Um, that shit came out fire. Let me show me no meat, motherfucker. Uh, all the girls got all the girls got wet earlier when I said that. Um, you know. Hey, the food was fire, by the way. You got to come out to Cali one day. I, I got to fly you out here just to fucking have you live in the show. Imagine me and you in the studio. I know you don't drink, but we'd be in my bar just sitting there. And we might just choke each other. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. I mean, hey. fucking unbelievable fucking TV for everyone out here. All the dick riders. Getting a little uh, bit of a fist fight. Smoke yeah. a blunt. To the house. I, I, I got to... I gotta like do something else though. You like you outweigh me probably by about fifty. I don't know. I've lost weight now, dude. Yeah, well, I'm good three twenty, and I'm fucking feel good right now. So if you want to come into this phone booth with me, I'll eat you real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, I have to do some. I'm nasty though, Matt. Like I, I fucking bite eyelids and shit. I do nasty shit. I'm not just no fair fighter. You know what I mean? I don't want you to fight fair. You're gonna have to do something because if you don't fight dirty, you're dead quick. Hey, I love it. Let me ask you this. <laughs> Before you get out of here, the Eagles. All right, let me ask you this first. What is your expectation of this Eagles team next year? The same. I think, you know, they're going to be. Right, pause, pause, pause. I'm going to give you fact. Tell me what you think. You know the NFL better. You played in this business. You know better what the business is. Good, but 
Who does the who does the NFC East play? I, I hate these mics because we never know who's talking. Let me ask you this. Having said the same thing, you said that you expect him to return. This is factual deal now. They got 10 defensive players in that game yesterday that are unfree, uh, free agents, including Ch- Jason Kelsey, two of the top three running backs. Jalen Hurts wants a contract extension. Now, having heard that, what do you think with the Eagles? I think Hurts can want a contract extension all he wants. He won't get it next year, nor should they give it to him. He's still on a rookie deal. Do it again next year and we'll pay you. Kelsey will be a toss-up whether or not he wants to come back. If he thinks they can make another run, that's really the precursor for me. If 62 comes back, I believe that they can be pretty good. If he doesn't come back, then he probably thinks that it's a one-off and you know they're going to lose a bunch of guys and he's going to retire. So, look, I think that they have the potential to be as good as they were this year. They can reload at some positions. They're good on the offensive and defensive lines. They can rush the passer, and they've got a solid quarterback. So all those things combined, I'd expect them to be as competitive. They got to stay healthy, which is hard. And then they've got to guard from the Super Bowl hangover from the loss perspective, which is real. And, you know, next year is not going to be as easy. They're not going to be able to sneak up on anyone. They're going to have everyone prepared for them. So the, the schedule that they had this year was relatively soft as well. So it's just a matter of, who they get next year from a scheduling perspective, which divisions they have to play, how how improved is everybody in their own division, which was pretty, you know, ruthless this year, and they they dealt with that. So I look, I think that they have the potential to be pretty good, but you know, the this the NFL means not for long, guys. So NFL, not for long. And it is the fucking truth. So those windows open and close quick. Just look at the last Philly team. That won the Super Bowl. They were loaded, and everyone's talking about is it going to be a Philadelphia dynasty? They went to the playoffs the next year and lost, and then fell off of a cliff and fired everybody and hired Nick Sirianni and got you know high draft picks and rebuilt it with with you know with a couple of key pieces still there: Lane Johnson, Kelsey, Brandon Graham, so on and so forth, Fletcher Cox, and then they built around it and went on another run. So this could be very similar to that, but. At the same time, until I see them fall off, I'll, I have to think they're going to be pretty good next year. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's curious. It's going to, you know, everything's going to change. We could be talking about two completely different teams next year. You know how that is. Chiefs got to, got to, got to get some wideouts in there. In my opinion, they they may lose a couple guys. They they're going to Schuster Smith, Schuster Smith's a free agent. I know they got a couple running back issues. Hilaire, what do they do with him? Do they trade Hilaire? They thought he was going to be the best thing going. He hasn't really done anything in the NFL. Um, as you leave, I want to talk two big whites talking about NBA. Zion Williamson, is he a bust? Oh, fuck no, he's not a bust. He just needs to be healthy. This just happened, by the way. Yeah, I know, but he's not a bust. He just needs to get healthy. So what? how do you define a bust? Well, it has nothing to do with health. So, like, if you're hurt. I so don't if you don't play, it. you're not a bust? Uh, he's not a bust yet. He's in the middle. He's at the beginning of his career and he's hurt all the time. So if he can get healthy and actually play when he's healthy, he's pretty fucking good. So just yeah, a matter- but he doesn't play. He don't play though. Well, he's hurt. I mean, I, I know that's my point. Like when do you clarify, when do you declare him as a bust? I don't, I don't. So you'll at- never declare him as a bust if he don't play. Not if he's hurt. No. So he, he I'm saying if he don't play anymore, you're, he's not a bust to you. 
if he's hurt, no. If it's because of injury, like his career is over tomorrow. If it's because of he can never play again because of an injury, I'm not going to consider that a bust. It's a bad break. It's so, a, so Odom, a Odom, Odom, who? Remember Odom, the number one pick, the big center. Greg Odom. Greg Odin. Remember Odin? Yep. He not a bust. No, his body fucking completely failed on him. I can't call him a bust. Really? So that's your. Uh, I'm. It's a fair question. I'm just asking how you clarify a bust. See, to me, he's a bust. I, I say you're a bust because I. Ryan Ryan Leaf's a bust because John Carter got hurt. Those but are- Ryan Leaf chose to do nose candy. That's a personal. You bust. Okay, but then so what? You don't choose to get hurt. That's kind of my point. Well, we don't know that yet, but we're going to break it down when I talk about Taco Bell and marijuana. So anyway, um, that time the fuck out. I smoke every day. This, this, don't talk to me about this shit again. The entire time I was playing too. This marijuana thing that you've got going, like somehow, like marijuana leads to injuries, is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life, bro. Alcohol and pharmaceuticals are poison. Marijuana is medicine. To like, Matt, you're not listening to what I'm saying, Matt. I didn't say marijuana that you grew up on. I'm saying the fucking shit these vapors are smoking that's manufactured. You don't know what's in this shit. This ain't fucking weed that you smoked from the Colorado earth, homie. Um, wow, this is pineapple marijuana. Pineapples and marijuana. You don't even smoke, you fucking dummy. You're the one over here. Hell no, I, don't, I don't smoke because fuck smoking weed. Fuck drinking, you fucking jerk off. Out marijuana is way better than dope. I'm gonna go put whiskey in this motherfucker Ooh, right now. I guarantee you, I will not have any bone density issues, and I can still run a forty tonight. Get the fuck out of here, dude. God, oh my god. Oh, hey, I can run a forty. No, I didn't say I can run a fast forty. I oh, can go god. out there and run a forty and not blow my hamstring like Zion fucking Williamson, twenty-two year old ass can. This fucking narrative, like somehow marijuana is worse than alcohol, is so fucking. I, I never said that out of my mouth ever. I never said that marijuana is worse than alcohol. Don't put words in my mouth. I never said that. I said, look into this manufactured weed. Why not talk about it? I didn't say this was a guarantee issue, why the re- why there's 900 NFL injuries. I never said that, Matt. I said, let's look into it, because these motherfuckers we know are smoking some shit now. <laughs> you know it is, too. I bet you the motherfuckers walking into the fucking working out facility and shit and Fucking got pineapple, orange, and watermelon weed on their breath. You're like, no, no, I got the I got a tape pen in my pocket. That what are you talking about? It's, exactly. Fucking exactly. Exactly what? You're not playing no more. What do you mean? How are you comparing yourself to these fucks? You're not out there playing no more. This this argument is so fucking stupid. I don't even know where to go with it. I don't even have a response. Hey. I want you to go out there and fucking drive the five, man. And I want to see that shit. And if you blow your hammy, I'm going to fucking have you on the news tomorrow that you blew it out because of vape pens, motherfucker. That's the dumbest thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. Hey, I love talking to you, man. I love talking shit to you. I can't wait to uh, have you in person so we could just have a- I don't know what to say about it. Like, it it sounds like you're smoking fucking dope. Uh, well, Mar- Todd Marinovich never drank a Coke in his entire life. He just snorted it, come to find out later. 
Yeah, but I'm not talking about doing blow. I'm not sorry that his dad was a psychopath. That doesn't have anything to do with weed. I love it. I'm going to keep bringing up weed the whole fucking offseason. Yeah, I don't care. Like Anybody who thinks it's a negative is probably a drunk. So I'm not going to listen to fucking people that drink criticize weed. Fuck you. What hey, you know? everybody, everybody in the chat said, I should do a bowl. I should smoke a bowl and you should have a shot and see how the show ends up. I don't fucking drink. You don't want to see me on alcohol. You won't see him anymore if you see me on booze. I don't drink. Well, you I might don't. not see you if I'm on weed because I might not see you. Because you're going to be asleep in the fucking corner because you can't handle it. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck weed. Fuck, fuck booze. I love, I love booze. It's fucking great. Terrible for you. I don't say I go out in a fucking car. Now, if you're a drunk and you fucking go kill somebody in a car, you should be castrated and killed immediately. Well, yeah. I mean, that. What well, are we I'm saying, about? though, there's people that don't. I'm not. I'm not that guy. I'm not going to drink all night and jump in the car and, hey, man, let's go take a fucking ride down PCH. No, I'm not. That's not me. I'm just telling you, that's not. That's a lot of guys I know drink and defend drinking, and then they go out and get in their car like a fucking idiot. Right. A lot of guys, tons of fucking people do that shit. That's what I'm saying. So, I'm, <laughs> but a lot of you guys smoke weed too and blow out your hamstring and you're out for the season. So, here we go. Here we fucking go. Blowing hey, out. Man, here. Uh, are you on altitude today? Yep, I got to go right now. Actually, we're on at ten. All right, all right. Hey, uh, appreciate you coming on, man. See you this. Uh, hopefully, tomorrow this week. Got a loaded lineup, but we got to wait. We got to get you on Sean on the show with Sean in, at at nighttime. What? When is the next one of those? Tomorrow. What time? Five p.m. Pacific, six your time. All right. If I'm at the gym, I can't do it. But if I'm not, I don't even know if I am. Yeah, you're, you're in the gym in the morning and at that time. Yeah, baby, that's how it rolls. Good shit. Yeah, um, know, us potheads aren't very motivated. Well, no, you are when you're grown. You're not when you're 19. Shut the fuck up. Uh, I, I totally disagree with that, too. I was really motivated at 19. Yeah, you were. Not fucking Zion. Well, I'm sorry. Why does he have to be motivated about it? He got $100 million already. Hey, before you leave, you know why the Eagles lost? What, oh, that's weed? my guy! That's my fucking guy! I'll suck his dick right now! Oh, Jesus Christ. That's, yeah, that's, that's, what did he just say? You heard what he fucking said. You know what he did, too? He had fucking a vape pen in his pocket when he said it. I gotta go. Fuck you. <laughs> Later. Uh, Matt, always a pleasure to have on. Uh, can't wait to dive into this Patrick Mahomes thing. I'm gonna break it down in totality next. Right here. Don't go anywhere. I got to get some coffee and take a piss. We got an hour left. I'm going to break this Mahomes thing down and break the internet. Don't go nowhere. You will not want to fucking miss it because it's going to be real talk. Um, we got so gimmicky now. We got guys that are take, carrying friggin' tires in their fucking knapsack. And I don't, last time I checked, I, now listen, I'm not a strength and conditioning coach. I know guys that are. We need them. You got to get strong. You got to get fast. All those things in the way room that matter. But I'm a, 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 tra a quarterback trader. Uh, I don't say whisper. I'm a trader. I'm a teacher first, a coach second. I teach. I don't remember the last fucking time I played football. I had a guy send me something on Twitter about two years ago. A drill where these dudes got the big tractor. I'm talking about like a five-yard tire. The dude's walking on him with a football in his hand. And a guy says, Coach, what, what do you think about this drill? It wasn't his drill. He saw it from somebody else. And I said, well, it's it's interesting. And he had him laid out. I thought, but damn, it's a lot of work to get that tire out there. But I thought, 
Well, I'll tell you this. When we start fucking playing football on a Friday night on a tractor tire, I'll use that drill and I'll implement it. We got guys jumping through hoops, lighting their balls on fire, fucking parachuting into the field for training. I'm telling you, I look like fucking Santa Claus coming out there to train. I'm like, and I got like cones and sometimes nothing because we're going through football shit on grass or on turf with cleats on playing with footballs. And I'm like, Okay, I, I understand. Then I think, well, that's a strength. Now I'm going to do you all the football movements, but I got fucking Santa Claus with a white beard and down to his dick in a red suit and, and, and a, carrying his bag. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking, it's an endless supply like the Grinch is coming to of fucking gifts. And here, use this training thing. And they got it around their waist and around their neck and around their balls. And it's coming out their asshole, dude. I, I'm like, am I not doing this right? I could have swore I played, and I don't ever remember North Turner walking out <laughs> of the field with, with a fucking ball with a handle on it. I mean, what the fuck? Sean, Sean it's I'm laughing so fucking hard because I'm tripping. I, I, I stopped down. Fucking kid the other day. This guy sends me a tape. He fucking puts a quarterback in a fucking chair on the field, and he has him stand up and throw the fucking ball. Dude. I said, "What in the fuck is this? What are we doing?" Oh, let's get him a sweat. Let's start throwing routes inside a steam room. I, I'm lost. Huh. And so I said, "I understand moving to get warmed up with the ladder. I, I get all that." But a ladder's not dominating a 90-minute session for me. We got to throw the fucking ball in a comeback. Man, Sean Salisbury and I get lit every Tuesday and Thursday. Make sure you join us tomorrow. We're going to break this game down. Um, All right, let me get into this, uh, Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to get into why the Super Bowl was an amazing bust. Or was it an explosion? What do you call it? Do you call it an explosive bust? So she said, do you, do you call it a, you know, I always say mediocrity is a new excellence. I'm going to continue to say that because we got the young generation who think that the hobbled ankled Mahomes did some heroic shit last night by throwing three touchdowns under 15 yards, 180 yards, saved by a defensive touchdown and a fucking punt return that nobody's going to talk about today because all we want to talk about is, and and do is suck the ball juice, sweat ball sack of Patrick Mahomes. That's what you're all going to do today in Kansas City, in the Midwest, and you're all going to come after JB because I'm always saying he's overrated. Well, listen, two-time MVP, two-time Super Bowl MVP, two-time Super Bowl champion. He's done it all in five years. I have to give him flowers for that. I'm going to give him flowers for that. Now, I'm going to go back to all the points I make that he has benefited from a bad AFC West. He has been beneficial. It has been a beneficial treatment to him to not have to leave the friendly confines of Arrowhead. Let's make sure we put these things in perspective. It's not like he's out there in New England beating Tom Brady to go to his fourth Super Bowl. That's not what he does. He wins. Sometimes he loses even at his house, at his home. So he lost to Burrow last year in Arrowhead. Nobody wants to talk about that anymore because it's what have you done for me lately business. I understand it. 
So you're only going to look at the optics at a ocular level and say that Mahomes just won his second MVP, his second Super Bowl, his second Super Bowl MVP. You're not going to talk about the Kadarius Tony punt return. You're not going to talk about the 180-yard pretty average fucking Super Bowl performance again, his third average to below average Super Bowl performance, by the way. Nobody's going to talk about that. You're only going to anoint him because he's been to three Super Bowls, won his second, and two and one in the Super Bowl is a lot better than one and two. Period. Let's just be honest. It ain't hate. It ain't slander. It's fact. Without the defensive return for a touchdown and the punt return, that team is lost. It is gone. Over. The Eagles win the game. I don't care about the last play the refs made on the holding call. It's a shitty call. It is a fucking Super Bowl. And you've allowed all these plays to happen the entire game. You have yet to call an offensive hold. You have yet to call a defensive hold. And now you want to call a P.I., defensive P.I., when the ball is 12 yards over the receiver's head. That is the issue I have. Why do you save the flag until the end of the game? Because you want to be on fucking TV because you're a part-time referee. And Roger Goodell says we have the best refs ever. No, you don't. You're fucking horrible. You're part-time part-timers. And it's the worst possible look for the NFL. Period. But the fact is that Mahomes has two Super Bowl rings now. Okay? He has now, in my opinion, put himself above... Guys like Eli, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, Drew Brees. He's still behind the Montanas, the Aikmans, and the Elways, in my opinion. Period. That's just what it is. Of course, we know he's behind Brady. That is my opinion on where he stands. All right? He's gotten past Jim Kelly. He's gotten past. In my opinion, he's there with Steve Young. Um Steve Young, people don't realize how great he was. So tomorrow, this week, I'm going to put down my top 10 list. I'm going to break down all the quarterbacks and to what, where Mahomes actually fits in. But today on ESPN, Orlovsky and everyone else is sucking Mahomes' dick, talking about how fucking good he is, when in theory, we don't even want to bring up the defensive fucking touchdown, the punt return, his 180 yards, his three touchdowns. The best ball he threw all night was the touchdown to Kelsey. Let's just be honest. 15-yard corner route to Kelsey. Let's be honest. He didn't fucking throw a bunch of dime pieces the whole fucking game and throwing post corners. Don't tell me. Well, Coach, he got it done. So does Andy Reid. Why aren't you talking about what Andy Reid did to negate the pass rush of the Philadelphia Eagles who had 78 fucking sacks on the season? Why aren't we talking about what he did to combat that Eagles defense? I think I've said on this show, if the Chiefs were to win this game, don't be surprised if Andy Reid takes their strengths and makes it a weakness. Did I not say that on this show? But nobody's pointing that out. Everyone's going to talk about eat crow. Eat dick, motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. How about you point out the facts? How about you point out the 20,000 things I'm right about instead of the one thing that you think I'm wrong about? Number one, I don't think I'm wrong. Number two, I want to see Patrick Mahomes play for another 10 years before you start talking about he's above fucking Joe Montana and Tom Brady. No, he's not. Montana threw 14 touchdowns and zero fucking interceptions in four Super Bowls, and he's 4-0. How are you going to put Mahomes above Joe fucking Montana already? 
And now you can argue that Brady went to 10 of those motherfuckers. One fucking seven out of 10. So I don't want to hear about it. The 181 yards, people are anointing this dude as the fucking goat. Now, let me go to Jalen Hurts real quick before I go back to Mahomes. Jalen Hurts runs for three touchdowns. Design run game, by the way. Designed run game. I'm here to say this, okay? How long do you expect this style to last in the NFL? How long do you expect this style to last? I'm just being clear. I want to be honest here. How long do you expect Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Justin Fields, Trey Young, it didn't last very long for, for fucking Carson Wentz. He wanted to run around too, just so we're clear. He wanted to run around too. How long do you expect this to last, Jalen Hurts? So let me ask you something. He wants a reconstructed contract. I'm here to tell you, unless you think that you can throw the football with Jalen Hurts in a system that is going to allow him to play for 10 more years in your organization, you can't pay him. You can't pay him. He can't do this. He can do this for another three or four years maybe and hope you get a Super Bowl in those three or four years. But after that, his career is done. His career is done. Mahomes at least can throw the ball from the pocket on time if he can have a clean pocket. He'll throw it on time. If you watched the game last night, Hurts threw for 300 yards and three touchdowns rushing. If you watched the game, though, he threw a bad ball to A.J. Brown, got saved. He threw two bad balls to Goddard, should have been pick sixes. Goddard saved him. And it should have been a touchdown to Smith, Devontae Smith. He threw the ball two yards out of bounds. Devontae makes a catch and goes out of bounds at the two-yard line. That ball was a horrible thrown ball. The franchise has to ask, can Jalen Hurts win for us throwing the ball? And that's how we construct his contract. He cannot win for us four years in a row running the football like you are designing him to run the football. It cannot last. It's not sustainable. Please understand this. So my question to you is, can you sustain him and sign him on a long-term deal? Or do you think he can throw the football? If you think he can throw the football, then you sign him. If you don't and you think this is feet is going to win you multiple games and Super Bowls, you're fucking disillusional and you're not going to win very many games. Ask Lamar Jackson how that's gone. So what do you do in Philly? Are you going to restructure his contract? Because he ain't going to last very long running the football like he is. You have to create QB run game for him like you did last night to have success. I'm sorry. You're not seeing Jalen Hurts drop back and throw fucking dissecting the coverage and throwing dot touchdowns every day. You don't. He has to have QB run game plus one run game to fucking take advantage of defenses. It ain't going to last very long is what I'm telling you. So you guys with the fucking Twitter fucking gurus out there don't realize this. I'm giving you knowledge that you need to understand he ain't going to last very long playing this style and he can't throw the ball yet well enough to sign him long term that's my point with Jalen Hurts and the Eagles they have 10 unrestricted free agents next year they have a lot of fucking cap space but they got a lot of fucking holes to fill 
And Jalen Hurts would be number one to me. So you have to figure out and ask that question. Are we going to run this style of offense? Or are we going to fucking keep him at his rookie contract and try to sign these 10 free agents and keep Jason Kelsey? That is where you have to go. That is what you have to do. So figure that out. I, I, I've said that he's the most improved in my opinion. I would put Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts should have been the most improved player, but he was up for the MVP, so they won't put him in that position. They gave it to Geno Smith. Jalen Hurts should have got the, 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 the fucking MVP. I mean, the, the comeback player or whatever. He was the most improved player. He At least Jalen Hurts went out in the lab with his pen and his pad, and he got shit done. He changed his throwing mechanics. He changed his platform. Sean and I have discussed this. We want to get rid of this still. If we were guys coaching Jalen, we still want to get rid of this because he doesn't have the elite arm that you can change that and throw it. So we want to get rid of some things like that. But at the end of the day, Jalen's done a hell of a job changing some things, but he has a long way to go. He's still a thrower of the football. He's not a passer of the football until we can get that. Um, you got to answer that question. Are we going to sign him long term? But again, mediocrity is the new excellence. So if that is the case, maybe we sign him for a big deal. We signed Kyler Murray. We signed fucking all these guys to big money. So why wouldn't you sign Jalen Hurts? Kyler Murray ain't came close to a Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts is in one and could have won one very easily, right? Could argue he should have won one. So where are you at with signing Jalen Hurts? And where are you at signing this style of player? Because it is not sustainable in this league. Sorry, it's not sustainable. You're witnessing it every single day. You're seeing it with Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Trey Lance. You're seeing it with Justin Fields. You have to surround these guys or get them to be elite passers of the football, not throwers of the football. And we cannot be athletes playing quarterback anymore. We need to be quarterbacks that are athletic. There's a huge difference. There's too many athletes playing quarterback. We need quarterbacks that are athletes. Meaning what, JB? We need to train them in college, get them coached up so that we can have the greatest athletes in, in the world, recruit them to play quarterback at our institution, and train them, coach them, teach them what the NFL will in, ultimately become, which is use your athleticism to extend plays, ad-lib, get out of plays, improvisational plays, and use your athleticism for that. But save your athleticism with your arm talent and become a passer so you can play for 15 years. There's no more Tom Brady's, dog. You're not going to see quarterbacks play more than probably, I say, seven to eight years. Ten years would be a top. I would be shocked if we see Josh Allen in ten years. Because of the style of play, because of the play calling, the lack of running the football, saving Josh Allen's career by running the football is just not even a thought. And I believe Josh Allen is not going to be in the league in 10 years. I would argue that Mahomes could stick around because at least he'll stay in that pocket, but I don't believe Andy Reid's going to be around for 10 years. So once Andy Reid is gone, you're going to see the true Patrick Mahomes 
And when he struggles again away from Andy Reid, you'll come back and just tell me, but what do you know, Coach JB? It looks great right now. Mahomes looks fantastic. Two-time Super Bowl champ. Been there three times. Two-time MVP. Two-time Super Bowl MVP. I know you guys are sucking his dick today, boy. You and, and his brother are on your knees. I get it. You and that motherfucking weirdo fuck are on his You guys are on your knees today. I get it. You're sucking your own brother's dick, Jackson Mahomes, and, and everybody that's a fucking Kansas City fucking chief fan is sucking his dick today for a mediocre game, 180-yard performance, three fucking low red zone throw touchdowns, and a punt return that saved his game, and a fucking fumble recovery touchdown. And now we're anointing him the GOAT because we only know what we know and don't know what we don't know. And what you know is Mahomes is the MVP. Mahomes is holding the trophy. You don't know anything about football on Twitter or Instagram or TikTok. So guess what you're going to say? JB don't know nothing. I get it. It's all good. I know what I know. I know what you don't know. And that's where I sleep at night. So having said that, just wait for a few years. Let's, let's not anoint these motherfuckers. Let's wait till Patrick Mahomes is still playing in a few years. And let's see what he can do when the AFC West gets better, when he doesn't have a home field advantage in the playoffs and gets out of the fucking arrowhead. And let's see. Now, if the AFC don't get better, then he's going to continue to dominate the AFC West because Andy Reid's just a better coach than everybody in the AFC West. So that, that's just what I think. You know what I mean? Um, that's my personal opinion, but it is what it is. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Um, why Kelsey was not double teamed that game. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, he was not double teamed in that game. I really don't. Um, I don't know why he was not doubled in that game. Um, I don't know. I think Burrow can be around, but the, but the Bengals got to sure up that O-line. I do think he can be around, but they have to sure up that O-line. Um, I think Burrow, by his style of play, he's not going to be crazy with his feet, but he's going to do enough. But he's going to throw more things in the pocket like Brady did. He's going to throw the ball on time like Brady has played for his entire 20-fucking-plus-year career. So I think Burrow can play longer. I think Burrow can play longer. I don't think Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Justin Fields. I don't know if Jalen Hurts. I don't think they can sustain the way they play oh jb you're hating how the fuck is that hating i'm telling you the truth how is that hating jalen hurts had a great fucking super bowl first time in it 300 yards three touchdowns rushing design quarterback run game he had a great first time i mean come on everyone's gonna think he's he should have won a super bowl right but you can't sustain this season after season after season and expect to have a legitimate long long career plus make it to multiple Super Bowls. You're just not going to be available. You're not going to be healthy. He's hurt right now. 
<laughs> like, why are you not talking about? He's hurt right now because of it. And you expect him to win Super Bowl after Super Bowl and pay him a big money? No. It's not sustainable. I don't understand why I'm the asshole when I just tell you that this style of play is not sustainable. It's not. So, Josh Allen, dog, they're setting him up. Look at Carson Wentz. Josh Allen was a, obviously, is a much better freak of talent. But Carson Wentz was a pretty legitimate athlete now. Let's make no mistake about it. Carson Wentz was a fucking dude. He could run. He could throw. When he was, when he, everybody thought he was the next best thing. But his body got banged the fuck up because he's not smart enough to fucking get rid of the football and he can't make any throws from the pocket. So he has to ad lib and he becomes, in essence, Josh Allen. He becomes, in essence, Lamar Jackson, lesser athletically, Jalen Hurts, Trey Lance, Justin Fields. That's what Wentz was for the last three, four years. Look at him. Look at him in, in, in Indianapolis. I mean, fuck. He's breaking both ankles, getting boom bozzled. Fucking, he won't slide. Josh Allen won't either. Eventually, these NFL body types are going to outweigh your body type, and you're not going to be able to sustain it. You have to be able to throw the football in this league. I don't believe that's ever going to change. I don't want to hear that the game is changing, the quarterback's changing. It's more athletic now. Well, no shit. But it ain't sustainable. The NFL is not going to change in this regard. You have to still throw the ball to win. You have to throw the ball to win. Patrick Mahomes did it three times last night. You have to throw it to win. You have to stay upright to win. Patrick Mahomes did not get touched last night. He was upright, won the football game. Jalen Hurts got hit, beat up, ran the football, and didn't get a chance to try to come back. But those are the differences. Even though the Eagles had a big-time time of possession advantage, big-time turnover margin, big-time third-down conversions, and you still lost the game. So, uh, you know, you had horrible special teams, you had no pass rush, and you gave up the big play. That's the bottom line what lost you the game. So... Who called off work today? Who called off work today? I want to know that. Um, you know, the Super Bowl yesterday marked the, only the second time in 23 years that the number one offensive ranked team beat the number one uh, defensive ranked team. Uh, third time in 35 years. Usually the better defensive team wins Super Bowls i.e. New England and the Rams, um, i.e. Giants, Patriots, right? The defensive team won the Super Bowl in a lot of those scenarios. New England being, uh, most part, New England dominating that. Um, but last night, number one offense beat the number one defense as far as entering the Super Bowl, and that was only the second time in 23 years. So, um, very interesting. 
Also, seven of the eight coaches in the divisional round or further were offensive-minded coaches. Offensive MVPs, quarterbacks, we all know, get the MVP. My point is this. The trend is heading in a direction that is going to prove to you that the rule changes over the last 15 years have allowed offenses to do things that defenses cannot do. Can't reroute the court wide out. You can't belt the cutter. You can't belt the crosser. You can't fucking reroute anyone past five yards. You can't touch them. You can't touch the quarterback high. You can't touch the quarterback low. You can't now hip tackle. You can't horse collar tackle. Everything is for the offense to succeed. So having said that, are we going to continue to see offensive teams winning Super Bowls? And if so, do we see offensive coaches being hired at more of a rate than we do right now? Because right now, Houston just hired a defensive-minded guy, which was a shocker to me, which was a shocker to me. I thought they would have went offense after the last few hires. But you know what? He played there. They're comfortable with them, et cetera. The Colts still have yet to hire a coach. Why? Why have the Colts failed to hire a coach yet? Why? Fuck player safety. Fuck player empowerment. Fuck all the player safety rules and the fucking bullshit helmets we wear in practice. The fucking head condoms. I don't want to see a helmet condom. Nobody wants to play with that shit. Like, I just don't understand. When we took, I told you guys years ago, I've been saying this for years. When we took out the wedge buster on kickoff, the game went to shit. When we took out the wedge breaker and returning the game, the return game and the punt and the the kickoff return game, it set up the NFL for failure. The rules were going to spiral out of control once we did that. Once we did that, just telling you. Yeah, I'm hearing that the the Colts are going to hire the Eagles OC today. Uh, I hear I hear EB will be headed to Washington or 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 the Ravens. I hope he goes to Arizona as a surprise head coaching job. Maybe that's in the works. Maybe that's happening. Maybe that's what happens. Maybe he's going to be the head coach in Arizona. Why wouldn't you take that job? Go in there. Take Kyler Murray. So do what no one else has been able to do with Kyler Murray. And now people will say, you know what? EB might have been the reason Mahomes had success. EB might be the reason the Chiefs had success. But if you go and you fail miserably, they're going to say, Andy Reid carried your ass. You'll never get another job. And your career is over, dog. You're going to have to go back to college and and recruit again because he's a great recruiter as well. EB's a hell of a football coach, by the way. He's not an offensive coordinator, and I don't believe he's a head coach, but he does deserve it. Is he worthy of one? I don't know. Deserving? I think he is. I mean, he's no more not worthy than the guy in Minnesota, than the guy in Miami. Like, why did those guys get jobs over Eric Bieniemy? First, 
First, why did they get jobs over Eric Bieniemy? First, Eric Bieniemy is arguably has a way better resume than both of those cats. So why did he not get the job first? That's my point. Is he worthy? No. Is he deserving? Yes. Is Lamar Jackson worth $200 million? No. Is he deserving of $200 million? Yes. Lamar Jackson is deserving of $200 million. He's not worth $200 million. Let's make sure we're clear. Eric Bieniemy deserves a head job. He's not worth a head job. He's not worthy a head job. I don't believe he's worthy of a head coaching job. I don't believe he's that guy. I've known him all my life. He's a great dude. I love him. But he needs to get away from Andy Reid ASAP. ASAP Rocky. Ask Rihanna. Prego on stage. You need to get away from Andy Reid ASAP. And then go show that you can coach a Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson or somebody like that. If Lamar Jackson is such a goat and everyone loves him so much, then why is Eric Bieniemy not going to go over there and do what he did in Kansas City to all you so-called people that think he's really the OC in Kansas City? I can't wait to see all the fucking dick-riding haters who are going to come out and say, Damn, Eric Bieniemy's shitty. And Lamar Jackson's shitty. But right now, you're all saying he's the GOAT, and Lamar's the GOAT, so why don't he go win? I'm telling you right now, if Eric Bieniemy goes to Baltimore, they're going to fail miserably. I'm saying it right now today, February 13th, day before Valentine's Day. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Make sure all the fat hoes are here. I got something for y'all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. I do it all. Freddie Mac said, who thinks Jackson's the GOAT? A fucking million people. Are you shitting me? I love the one person that comes out. Who thinks he's the GOAT? Like, do, do I need to go out and show you who thinks he's the GOAT? Like, I got to go find all that shit for you right now, Freddie Mac. I got to go find all the fucking people that think Lamar Jackson's the best thing since sliced bread. Are you kidding me? You, are you going to really ask that question, homie, right now? Are you really going to ask that question and want me to fucking go find all the people who fucking defend Lamar Jackson and call him the greatest fucking thing since sliced bread? Are you really going to ask me that question? Get the fuck out of here, homie. Come on, man. Get real. You know who damn well who thinks he's the GOAT. So, you know damn well who thinks Jalen Hurts is the next best thing. You know damn well who thinks Kyler Murray's... A lot of you motherfuckers still love Kyler Murray. A lot of you motherfuckers love Justin Fields. A lot of you motherfuckers love Patrick Mahomes. A lot of you motherfuckers love the next best thing. Now you're all on the on the dick of Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. I can't wait. Now you're on the fucking dick of... Uh, Aunt, uh, the Richardson kid in Florida. Oh, that motherfucker can throw all over the place. Willis, Will Levis. Dog. They're going to be shitty in the NFL. I'm telling you right now. Mark my words. <laughs> Mark my words. Put it down now. You want, me to put a, you want to put a new quote down that I'm saying? Right now, I'm telling you. I love when Connor Mears in here. No one thinks Jackson's the GOAT. So nobody does. No one. Nobody does. No one in the world thinks that he's the GOAT. God damn, some of you motherfuckers are just not smart. Some of you are not fucking smart. 
Oh, man. Arch Manning's in the house. Hey, Arch, what's up? I think that uh, your grandson's shitty. <laughs> I think he's shitty. Um, where is Jameis Winston going to land, Alan? Where is Jameis Winston going to land since we're a day after the Super Bowl? But let me get into something else. Derek Carr refuses to be traded. He refuses to accept a trade. He got to go shopping last week. He went to New Orleans. He didn't like the situation. Somebody told him something. Somebody whispered something in Derek Carr's ear. He don't like it. And now he's rejected a possible trade to anybody. He wants to be fully let go. So I'm sure his agent's making that ploy so he can get paid. I'm pretty positive that's the ploy here. I believe he wants to be a Jet. I, I believe that he, sh I, if I were Derek Carr, I would want to go to Tampa. I'd want to go to the Jets. I'd want to go to Atlanta. I'd want to go to Carolina. If I'm Derek Carr, I'm trying anything I can do to get into Carolina. Because Carolina has a defense, an offensive line, a run game, and some receivers. I'm trying to go to Carolina. But I don't think anybody wants Derek Carr. That's personal opinion. I don't think he does. Because if somebody wanted Derek Carr, I think Derek Carr would be much more sought after right now. And just the Saints bringing him in shows me something. And then a day later says, I don't want to take any trade. I'm not going to allow my trade. So you're not going to take a trade. Derek Carr. I don't know, Alan. I don't know where he ends up. I don't know where he ends up, but we're going to see. We're going to see. Um, can't wait to see this. Got to see. Can't wait. I'm going to let me ask you this. Were the Eagles really overrated? We talked about it on this show. I've had everybody on the show that all said, you know what? I'm not sold on this Eagle team. And then I've had Chase Sr. on, and I've had all these Eagle guys that cover the Eagles. I'm like, I'm, not, and I've been saying, I go, I'm not sold on this Eagles team. They beat the Lions by three points, which is the bottom five defense in the NFL. Kirk Cousins in prime time beat Carson Wentz. Horrible. That, that's they started off three and zero. But played those team teams, not very good. Beat Trevor Lawrence before he remembered how to play quarterback. Beat the Cardinals without Hopkins or a kicker. They beat Cooper Rush. They beat the bottom three Steelers at the time in, in total uh, defense. <clears throat> they struggled versus a 3-13 and 13 and one Texans team. They lost to Taylor Heineke at home. They beat the 4-12-1 and and Indianapolis Colts, led by Jeff Saturday, fresh out of ESPN by one point. Remember that game? That was right after Saturday beat the Raiders. 
They beat the Packers by one score despite Aaron Rodgers leaving due to an injury. They beat the Titans in the middle of their seven-game losing streak. They beat Daniel Jones three times. They barely beat, literally, the worst team in the NFL, Chicago Bears. They lose to the Cowboys after Dak drops 40 on them. They lost to Andy Dalton by double digits at home to the Saints. They beat the Giants practice squad by one score. They beat Daniel Jones after he used up all his power in the wild card game by blowout. They beat the Niners quarterback four and Brock Purdy without an elbow ligament. And they choked a 10-point fourth quarter lead in the Super Bowl off to the Chiefs with a fucking punt return and an interception to the house. Was this Eagles team overrated? Can you call a team overrated that made it to the Super Bowl? That's, I'm just asking fair questions out here today. I'm just asking fair questions out here. Of course, Kaiser is going to say no, because Kaiser is a chief dick riding fan. And Kaiser loves, so he's going to say the Eagles were the best team ever to play in a Super Bowl. (laughs) I love the homers who have no real perspective. They have no real bone in their body. They only want to be a homer and a dick rider extraordinaire like Kaiser is. Kaiser's a true chief homer. I love the homers. You guys should be, I love the fans support Kaiser. I love that you're a fucking chief fanatic. I love when people defend and rally for their team. I just hope Kaiser that you're a chief fan for life, not just a a five-year run chiefs fan. Like a lot of you chiefs fans are chiefs Eagles. I argue the Chiefs and the Eagles are probably the two worst fan bases in the world as far as being true true to themselves. Two of the greatest fan bases as far as support. You guys show up and show out. Kudos to you. I love it. But you're also very, very fucking delusional fan bases. You're the most delusional fan bases in the fucking NFL. Philadelphia and Kansas City. Very, very delusional, and you're front-leading, front-running. You are fair-weathered as it gets. You are fair-weathered as it gets. Let's be real. You cannot tell me that the Eagles are the greatest team ever to play in a Super Bowl, and they did what I just read off. And... I don't think it's sustainable. I don't think Jalen Hurts is sustainable. Um, but that's just me. Um, I don't know. That's just me. But, you know, it is what it is. I still think they got to the Super Bowl. They beat who they're supposed to beat, even though we know they lost to some teams. And they You can't tell me their schedule's weak either. I hate that narrative in the NFL. It is the fucking NFL. There is no such thing as a weak schedule. Like, please miss me with the narrative of they played a weak schedule. No, they didn't. They are NFL paid players. They are 53 college All-Americans playing on one team 32 times. Do that. 
Stop it with they don't play a good schedule shit, bullshit take in the NFL. There's no such thing. You're fucking in the NFL. <laughs> go around every NFL team and, and even the sh- all every NFL team and go around and tell me if you want to go up and line up against you want to line up against the left tackle for the Houston Texans? Go ahead. He's pretty fucking legit, homie. He's going to probably be the highest paid left tackle in football. You want to go up against him? No, you do not. And then guess what? Houston Texans are a horrible team. But nobody wants to go up against that motherfucker. You can go around to every team in the NFL that you all think is shitty and point out players that are possible future Hall of Famers. <laughs> Come on, man. The Rams got to do something, Alan. I, I just don't know if they can. I think that one Super Bowl ring set them back four or five years. I don't know if the Rams can recover from the four or five year setback. I just don't think so. So, uh, I don't know. Um, Shout out to Joe Accord. Shout out. We just got news in the Discord, Slap Nation, that Joe Accord won Hector. Hector, our betting extraordinaire, comes in. If you guys don't know Capo, make sure you follow Capo and Hector in here. The Hector's in the show. Hector did a football squares contest, and Joe Accord just won it. So come on over to the Discord if you aren't a member by now. Become a member today. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member. Uh, Joe Accord won the award. Um, Man. The Eagles are the first 70-sack pass rush team to reach a Super Bowl. And top five pass rushes in the sack era to reach a Super Bowl. The the Bears of 85, the 86 Giants, the 99 Rams, the 83 Raiders. Those four teams all won the Super Bowl. The Eagles lost. The Eagles couldn't get one sack on an average to below average offensive line. Not one sack, dog. Not one sack. Um, the link for the Discord, uh, it's on the channel. It's on the channel. Um, Derek, I don't know if we have a link for that. If we could drop the link, I don't know if we can or not. Um, but drop the link if we have it, Derek. If not, then I think you have to go to the channel. Just go to my main page on the YouTube and you'll see where you can join. Uh, there's a lot of members in there right now. We got a lot of people in there. So, um, go check it out. Um, Kaiser, I, I, I I'm not a, see, I'm not a, I don't reward losers like you guys do. Matt thinks it's, it's, it's not talked about enough that Buffalo went to four Super Bowls. I think we talk about it plenty enough 
that they're losers four times. I don't anoint losers. Like, you either win or you lose. I, you guys love mediocrity as your new excellence. Kaiser, I know you you love being mediocre. I, I'm pretty sure. As long as you get your nut off in bed and the girl's never satisfied, you probably think you did a hell of a job, huh? Because <laughs> you're mediocre, homie. You like mediocrity. Mediocrity to you is the new excellence. You you think Jim Kelly and the Bills went to four straight Super Bowls. They, they should be given a Super Bowl. Like, you should give the Bills a Super Bowl win. They should get one. They deserve one. No, they don't. They lost four times. <laughs> like, miss me with the fucking mediocrity, homie. I don't want to hear your sob story, mediocre asses. Fuck the Bills and their four losses. Your fault. It's a you problem, motherfucker. Win a game. You weren't good enough. And now 30 years later, you guys want to make them good enough. Because you're all soft as pussy. That's the real. Cats like Kaiser want to anoint them and think that they're good and deserving. You guys should just give the Buffalo Bills should just get an honorable Super Bowl. <laughs> I wish you gave me an honorable lotto ticket, motherfucker. I wish you gave me the winning lotto numbers to a fucking Super Bowl winning lotto pick number. Give me the winning lotto numbers today. I'm deserving, homie. I give the I give the bums food. I talk to the homeless. I talk to inner city youth. I've sent 280 kids to college. Give me a fucking honorable fucking trophy, homie. Why can't I get a fucking trophy? So the Bills deserve one, though, right? Because they went to four fucking Super Bowls? Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. No. See, I don't. I do think they're overrated because they fucking should have won a Super Bowl. So I believe they're underachievers. That's what I think they are. I don't believe they're overrated. I think they're underachievers. I think that the Bills are underachievers. And I love Bill, Jim Kelly. I love Jim Kelly. That don't mean that that motherfucker's not an underachiever. Like, you cats honorably want to give them a Super Bowl title because they went to four in a row. You honorably want to give Patrick Mahomes an MVP because he got hurt versus the Bengals. Let's just keep it 100. Let's just keep it real like y'all say. You know damn well why he got the MVP. Because he got hurt. He got hurt and won. Oh, my God. He did some Michael Jordan shit. No, he fucking didn't. No, he didn't. He should have lost that game. He should have lost the Super Bowl, too. He should be one and two. But he's not. He's two and one. So we can't live in hypothetical world. I don't live in it. I give flowers to Mahomes because he fucking played. He didn't bitch about it. He didn't want to come out the game. He made enough plays to make them Super Bowl champs for the second time. So shout out, Patrick Mahomes. You deserve your flowers. Go enjoy it. But just understand, I am not sold on you, Patrick Mahomes. I am not putting you in my top nothing right now. And I don't believe mediocrity deserves an excellent rating. To me, you're still mediocre. You have a lot to prove to me. And if you can do that, little old me will be totally good with saying you know what 
I admit to being wrong, but I'm not apologizing for saying what I'm saying, but I will admit to being wrong. But let's give it another four or five years before we start talking. He's the greatest fucking thing since sliced bread, people. He's below par average in Super Bowls. Yesterday did not change my opinion. He threw three touchdowns, but they were all in the low red. He did not fucking, he, he benefited from a fucking defensive score, a punt return. You cannot tell me they're Super Bowl champs without those two huge fucking football plays. I don't want to hear it. So we're only going to talk about what you, what has happened lately. What have we done for me lately? Well, he won you a Super Bowl, Kansas City. So that is what you're going to talk about. You're not going to talk about, you're not going to have the nuts to drop and talk about the defensive fucking score and the punt return. All you're going to talk about is him holding the trophy high. He threw for 180 fucking yards, and everything else he did was in the low red zone by design. And Andy Reid called a hell of a game to not allow him to be sacked and and negate the number one pass rush in the NFL was a negated team. The Eagles did nothing on defense, but looked bad at times. So congratulations to Patrick Mahomes. I kudos to you. You have gotten there faster than any other human at 27 years old. You've in five years time, you have two Super Bowls, two MVPs and two Super Bowl MVPs. Not even Tom Brady can say that. So clap it up for Patrick Mahomes. That does not mean that JB is going to change his mind and anoint him as the GOAT. No, he has a long way to go to be the fucking GOAT to me because I don't anoint shit in this pussy soft ass rule change era where you can't hit the QB, can't reroute the wide out, and you get every fucking call there is. I don't anoint guys for that. But I'm going to continue being me, as I always do. And this buds for you. Maybe that's what you need to do. I don't know. I'm a rhymer now. But make sure you come on over to Slap Nation. Make sure you become part of the Discord Coach's Crew. Make sure you become a member. If you're not, the best $1.99 you can buy. Go and join today. Subscribe. Pound the like button before you get out of here. Please do that on three. Please do that on me. One, two, three, pound the motherfucking like button. I will see you tomorrow morning, dog. God permits. We got a hell of a lineup this week. TJ Lang, Jalen Strong, NFL personalities, uh, Mr. Go, Brendan Clinton. Uh, He'll be joining us. Uh, If you don't know who that is, go follow him on TikTok and Instagram. He'll be joining us Wednesday. Brendan's Mr. Go is also going to come over to the house and do a live show with me. Um, and uh, we're in discussions with a lot of other people this week. Let's blow it up this week. Uh, there's not a lot of other shows. A lot of people are taking off vacations and so forth. So make sure you reshare this, retweet it, put it on your story. Appreciate the love. Can't wait to see you again tomorrow. It's going to be another lit show uh, as it always is. So, hey, don't poof the magic dragon. Don't be a slapdick and uh, go do something for somebody, man. Stop being fuck sticks and shitbirds. Let's get back to being slapdicks. It's a great day to have a great day. I love y'all. Appreciate you guys. Peace. Peace.